is what it's like when worlds collide. Now this is what it's like. Now this is what it's like when worlds collide. Now this is what it's like. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. The premier podcast that will never give you up, that will never let you down, that will never run around and desert you. This is episode level 111, 111. So welcome everybody. I am joined today by three esteemed individuals. Uh, first we have uh, Koosh. How are you doing, Koosh? Not too bad. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Uh, happy Labor Day to everyone, uh, even though uh, it won't be Labor Day by the time you listen to this. So, there you go. Uh, I probably should have said that. All right, next up is Corey. Mr. Prairie Rocker, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> oh, fantastic as well. And then last but not least, uh, Big L. I know you're doing fantastic. I am. See what we do for you people? We record on a holiday for you? Unreal. Well, we get overtime pay, so that's all right. Time and a half. All right. Overtime Patreon. Labor Day is usually for doing things like uh, I installed a faucet for the first time, so that was fantastic. And I know L finally attaches Venom Hood, you know, microwave (laughs) up to his uh, above his stove like a normal human being because he's not a caveman. So, (laughs) all right. So yeah, Ah. do some random things around the house. So, (laughs) Uh, but uh, that wonderful. uh, segue brings us into our game showcase. So uh, we have br- each brought two games with us today. So um, we would like to talk about each and every one of them. So, Mr. Koosh, why don't you start us off? Uh, I would try to say with the time, the title of the game, but I have no idea. <laughs> well, actually, I have no idea either. Um, <laughs> so I took a trip down to the ocean this week. Uh, so I was actually away from my console. So it was actually good that this game uh, dropped this week. It is Two Who, I guess, uh, <laughs> Two Who Luna Nights. And um, I did a little bit of research. Apparently, Two Who um, is a series of games, bullet hell shooters. Um, oh. But it's all done by one person who, who programs all these uh, Two Who bullet hell shooter games. He's also done some sort of manga. I'm sure Fufu will tell us what that is. Uh, I, I believe that there are maids, so I think that's fan service. Uh, Fubu <laughs> will have to write in. Um, but this game is a Metroidvania, so it differs from the bullet hell shooter. Oh. Um, but it apparently carries over some of the hallmarks of the Two Who series, which is um, there's a mechanic. Well, let me talk about the resources of this game first of all. So it's a it's a 2D side scrolling. It's got your typical Metroidvania map. Um, and you attack uh, at a range uh, with throwing knives. There's also a time mechanic. If you hold down the attack button um, for long enough, you can slow time. You very quickly on uh, pick up the ability to stop time uh, with a different ability button. Uh, and that'll actually stop time for 10 seconds, but I think you can increase that by uh, you know gathering pickups. Um Every time you throw your knives, you use a little bit of mana. So it's not like you have unlimited, uh, you know, bullets or whatever. So you have to wait for that resource to recharge or you can get really close to an enemy. So like if you happen to like dodge around them, it's kind of like bullfighting, like the whole 
scoring system in bullfighting is like how close can the matador get to the bull without getting you know gored horribly um so if you get really close to an enemy you will siphon off some of their health and some of their um, mana and so that's one way that you can refill your uh your resource gauges um and that really (laughs) comes to you know play at the very first boss fight that you have which is maybe half an hour into the game 20 30 minutes into the game uh, because you go into that boss fight, and you just start jamming on the the knife button, and all of a sudden you have no mana, and uh, you have to uh, either just dodge for a while or get really close, figure out how to dodge and get close. Um, so uh, it's it's fun. It looks like it's challenging. It looks like it would be great for speed runs. I think that uh, this could be a really good games done quick. Uh, there is a boss rush mode, so it's it's pretty much written uh, to be done in games done quick next year. Uh, hopefully, um, but yeah, I think there is even mm-hmm. a timer right on the screen. It could be. Um, or maybe that's I, optional. It might be optional. I, I know that there is that boss rush mode, so I'm sure that that one has a timer. Yeah, I thought uh, I, had, I so, so I started this game too, and mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought I did see a timer. Oh, it's so, possible. Well, nothing. It's not really adding up for me because uh, I see both of y'all started the game. I see you got your piddly little 119 TA each, and uh, <laughs> y'all are talking about how this game's a quick uh, run and all this and that. The completion estimates eight to ten hours, but yet it's uh, almost six thousand TA. So what, what what's get, what am I missing here? Well, I think it's pretty easy to get achievements, and it is you know it only came out this week, so it's still relatively new. Um, you know, the reason I played this game as opposed to other games this week is because I could play it on my PC. I, I didn't have access to my Xbox. Um, xCloud wasn't so great. Um, and I just haven't had enough time to put into it to get even to the second boss. Uh, but I did unlock the first movement ability, which is like a slide move. Uh, I think it throws some daggers while you slide as well. Uh, did you get the double jump? Not yet, but there is one. <laughs> So it's oh, Vayner confirmed. Of course there is. There's a, there's a Metrovania. Vayner confirmed. Uh, there is um, a double jump. So if you get too close to when you're dodging and you were talking about bullfighting, mm-hmm. does the uh, if you fail at dodging, does it look like what happens in Toro when you get too close to the bull and uh, uh, don't dodge correctly? Yeah, well, if you, if you don't get close enough, you don't get anything. It's just you're just moving around the screen. If you get too close <laughs> and you bump into them, you take damage. So you, you have to get um, close to yeah. them. Yeah. You don't go ragdoll then. No. no. Oh, oh no. also when you freeze time, instead of using um your mana resource, you use time as a resource. So let's say you get thirty seconds of stop time. I don't think you get that. I think you get ten or fifteen. Yeah, 10. Um, but if you attack while you while you've frozen time, that attack, uh the knives will basically like sort of sit there matrix style. They'll just like sit there mm-hmm. in the air until you turn time back and then they'll fly. So you can kind of you know, go to the left of the guy, fire a couple times, go to the right of the guy, fire a couple times, and then restore time or just keep hammering on the, the knife button. And once time resumes, all those knives will move in the direction they were supposed to. So you can hit them from like three different sides at once. Um, it, you know, it's a pretty cool concept. Um, like I said, I just haven't had enough time to put into it to get more than the first uh, three achievements. So that concept is actually how I beat the first boss. Uh, stop time loader with the knives and uh rinse repeat okay awesome so when i was looking at uh screenshots of uh two who luna knights it looked like there was some rpg elements too did you pick up um there's a little bit i don't know Corey, if you saw more than i did but um 
as you're defeating enemies, you'll pick up a whole bunch of gems. It looks like the gems have stat stats to them, but I didn't really understand that. I just sold all of mine <laughs> to, to see what. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just currency. I mean, but I'm having not 100% sure lower gives me that. Well, uh, vibe. Yeah, it's just it's a resource that you can build by getting more pickups. So you can there's definitely pickups I can't reach yet. Like there's one I know that as soon as I get a double jump I can get to that'll give me more time um, in my meter. There's there's definitely an achievement for you, Al. There's one that's called Diabolic Wave, and you get it for defeating Flan. Um, wow! I assume you do. I assume you do that every time you go to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. But uh, <laughs> oh um, my goodness! <laughs> but uh, I, I digress. Uh, that joke right, was well. fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Word to the wise, really quick. <laughs> if you are interested in checking out the game. There's an achievement that pops instantly when you start it, so be wary of that. Oof! If you're a completionist, yeah. good. Wait for wait for a walkthrough too. All right, so wait what? Um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll be a good host and uh, I'll, I'll just go next. So uh, one of the games I play is called Outcast, and I don't remember the second half of it. Uh, something like Second Contact or something like that. I'm looking it That's up. It. As correct. Right. Yeah, That's Second Contact. Correct. Yep. Yeah. All right. So this game, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the story is on this because uh, I think it was a, a PC game at one point, and so it just ported out to the Xbox, and uh, and uh, it was games with gold at some point in its life, and I just randomly picked it up somewhere along the way. I have no recollection of this game whatsoever appearing on my console for the many, many, many months that it was on my console, and so I had to find third-person uh, shooter games for the challenge that I recently uh, gloriously failed at. And so uh, this game came up because it's a 15 to 20 hours, which, uh, you know, sounds kind of long, but for third person shooters, that's a uh, pretty good, that's a pretty good deal because uh, most of those are not quick games. So, Radalika uh, does not uh, no. go to this genre very often. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't dip their toes in these waters. And, <laughs> and, uh, Outcast, uh, you know, it seemed like a good thing with a walkthrough and everything. So I'm sure that most of you actually own this game. Uh, you probably got Games of Gold back when I did, and you didn't even realize you owned it. Uh, but according to my friends list, uh, only Skeptical Mario and myself are the only two that have finished it or even gotten remotely close to finishing it. And I don't understand really why, because... Uh, it's not a tough completion. It's uh, fairly straightforward. You have a walkthrough. Uh, the walkthrough is a little daunting at first when you look at it because it talks about how buggy the achievements are. So maybe it's possible some people started it and uh, then it was really buggy and things weren't popping and they just moved on. I don't know if it's been fixed since, uh, but I have. I only have one problem or two problems but they were not you know deal breakers by any stretch uh uh one of them i just kind of loaded my previous autosave and then just redid the action and then it popped the second time i did it and then the other one was uh you have to trigger a conversation so there's this dude that like tries to get your attention and then he waves you over and then he tells you so-and-so's got some issues. And so then you have to go talk to so-and-so and then that triggers the quest that you need for the completion. Uh, that was one of the last ones I got. And uh, uh, it didn't 
trigger when it was supposed to, but I went back uh, way later in the game, and then I got it on my third try. So it wasn't a really big deal. But uh, all in all, it was a pretty fun game. Uh, the I really don't know 100% what it's about, but... <laughs> The uh, because I, I skipped every cutscene except for there's a couple I couldn't skip, so I had to watch a couple. Why? And for, and then I don't know why they I made it. Why. I don't know why? why they made it. Where I had to watch a few of them, but why I didn't do you, appreciate. Why do you automatically it. skip so, cutscenes, Elroy? Because you can. It, I mean, come on. It's, this it's isn't this isn't way. a quick achievement game. This is like a real game. I know, but I, watch I was the in freaking cutscenes. See what the game's about, so you can tell us. <laughs> Well, in my defense, no. when I actually got around to finishing it, I wasn't even in the competition. So then the it was just one. a matter of choice. <laughs> so, but apparently, he's some human that just somehow ends up on this planet. I don't know how he got there, but uh, they all think he's some kind of god, and uh, they all worship this guy. And he's kind of a snarky dude, and so he's just kind of—I don't know—it's kind of funny. It's—it's—it's it's, it's got a lot of humor to it. There, there's one scene in particular oh, where there's this this thing that. Well, I don't want to spoil it, so, so I'll just say. Oh, no, I would just skip it. Okay, I'll, I'll spoil it. So, um, yeah, there's this thing that eats the guy, and he's like hunting it down, and it's it's pretty funny. It just comes up right behind him and just devours him, and then you're on your own against him. It's pretty funny, but uh, the the commentary is really good, uh, and uh, it's got some pretty good dialogue in it. So I, I would actually recommend it. So everyone owns this game. If, you, if I own it, you've probably owned it because uh, most of y'all been doing this longer than I have. So if I if I have it on games with gold, y'all have it. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my take on Outcast Second Contact. I got the completion. It wasn't too bad. It's uh, a little misleading with its well, uh, thirty three hundred TA. It's it's really not that hard. What was yeah. your time? What do you need to do next it? time? Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, if I look at the side, if I if I look off to the right where it says the day I completed it and it has a time. Is that the time it says that I spent on it? Is that right? Mm. I don't know. Like on TA, it, it has That's like never... the day you started. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't trust those. Okay. Well, it says 12 hours and eight minutes, but the completion estimates 15 to 20. I think it's probably close to that. So like three hours yeah. of cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So this is like yeah, 20 times longer than most games you play. Yeah, but you know what? Actually, uh, I, I was liberated recently. See, I've been doing freaking competitions. I, I, this is no shocker to Br'er Rocker. I, I told him of my newfound freedom uh, the other day, and uh, I've been doing competitions for so long. Like, I've been competing in freaking GTAS since last summer, and then I went straight from that to, de- you know, like just primarily defending my belt uh, for the Chewy Challenge. And, and uh, I haven't been able to play just whatever leisurely since. Man, over a year, so this is great. I decided, you know what? I'm just going to finish this game because I want to. So there you have it. So I, uh, yeah, I, I would not normally have played this game, but I don't know. It just uh, something about it. I like the snarky humor in the cutscenes. I wasn't skipping. So what I was actually going to say is, from now on, what you need to do is turn down the volume in the cutscenes. So watch the cutscenes, but and then you tell us what you think happened in the cutscenes with no sound. I think you should do well, that. That's in the what next I game. do for my. That's what I do for my uh, Japanese visual novels. Is, oh, you uh, need to, to you need to write down what you think is happening. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's definitely fan service. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, I assume all three of y'all own this, and uh, none of y'all have ever played um, this. If it was games with Correct. Golden, then I w- do own it. Yeah, I saw the article saying it was uh, in 2019. So okay. yeah, I'm sure I own it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, yeah, so most people probably know that it's doable. Maybe give it a shot. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Make sure you skip all the cutscenes, though. You don't want to learn too much. All right, Brett Rocker, you uh, you got a game, right? I I do have a game. Um, speaking of cutscenes, Japanese stuff. Uh, with with cutscenes, uh, I'm going to talk about Akuna Ka Madness. I think what a wonderful phrase. <laughs> Matata. So uh, Akuna Ka Madness is no a platformer <laughs> in the vein. of of Super Meat Boy. Uh, so instantly you're, you should know what kind of game I'm talking about. Uh, the levels are very short. Uh, the whole premise is on completing them, uh, getting from point A to point B as quick as you can. You are then ranked, you know, S, A, B, C, D. Uh, there's even an E rank and an F rank. So uh, you basically just want to complete these levels as fast as you can. And along the way, you get uh, some abilities uh, that, that you have to use in order to uh, complete the later levels. There are special collectibles in uh, throughout that you can um, pick up that will unlock characters, uh, extra characters. I haven't unlocked many, but uh, the ones that I have unlocked, they they perform a little differently. Um, your your generic character, she'll jump on a wall and so immediately slide down. Uh, but the second, the first person I unlocked, he will stick to walls. So I actually used him for <laughs> everything and except for a couple levels that just didn't make sense sticking. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a very simple concept. The game I think has five worlds in it, just like Super Meat Boy does. Each world has like 20 levels uh, and it ends with a boss. Um, and they each contain special hidden whirlwind levels. Uh, these whirlwind levels are just like the warp zones. I think you have to do, three of them uh they're all like black and white so they look different from the normal game uh but you are limited on the lives you only have a limited number of lives to complete it or else you have to go back and restart it so it's basically super meat boy um the the problem with the game in in comparison is super meat boy is very tight when it comes to its platforming akuna cob madness is a little loosey-goosey with the with the running and the the floating um there's been more than enough times that upset me that i I died because uh you you're not coming down where you think you are because you're kind of floating in air it's like you're almost like it's you know how ice physics in mario games happen it's like your ice physics when in the air if that makes sense but uh it's going to be a it's a very hard game uh, as far as the completion goes, standard achievements for for this type of game, uh, completing like each of the levels and like dying by the each new obstacle you come across and collecting each new collectible that you come across. Um, right now, the game just came out this week, I should say. Right now, I'm the number two person on the list after Otakun. And if you know him, he's like a French beast when it comes to games <laughs> uh so the he actually hasn't even completed the story which i think i'm on the last world so i must be at the same place he is um i it's a very hard game i will not be completing it because the rest of the achievements that i haven't received are completing uh time attack mode for each of the worlds but you have to do it without dying so yeah, yeah there you go um if you and then you have to get s rank in every level so that that will be a big fat no 
Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's that's the type of game it is. It's like fifteen bucks. Just came out. Uh, I got a question for you. So, well, I looked first of all, I looked up the um, uh, the title in, in my Google Google Translator, um, and apparently it uh, it means no worries for the rest of your days. Thank you. And thank then, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the question I had was the has all kinds of stuff where you're eating spirits and stuff. It sounds a little sinister. Is this like a cannibalism? Like you defeat something and then you eat uh, part of its flesh to gain its power or, or what's going on there? It's like, well, eat the red spirit, eat the blue spirit. You know, I tell you if I watch spirit, the cutscenes, <laughs> but, but no, there, there's really no cutscenes in the game between the worlds. It's like a very, like it's like a moving painting, but it only lasts like 30 seconds. Uh, but I don't know what's going on as far as the story. I just kind of run and jump, you know. <laughs> Attaboy. I'm yeah. proud of you. All right. Yeah, but apparently cool. it has 100 levels. Uh, I thought like, I thought I was just going to break my controller on the World 2 boss because he, like, rubber bands, like, no body's business. Uh, but I finally got past it. And then, surprisingly enough, like, on the third boss, I found a cheese spot. I just sat there the whole time, and I, and I beat him. Um, so, but, yeah, that, I think I met... The game's end as far as Rocker Dude's journey in it, because um, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break a controller. Apparently, I've played it for like four hours, which that's probably about right uh, for as much as I've done. But it's going to be a, a very very hard game. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Ooh, my turn. My turn. My turn. Weird. Ooh. These weird titles here. Ooh. <laughs> so, oh man, you're talking about a gym here. Man, by all means, the floor is yours. Mr. L, what, what game did you bring to the showcase today? All I do is talk about gems, my friend. I don't play bad games. I play <laughs> amazing games. Oh, this one's man. Yeah, so last week while we were recording, the uh, RTDL list came out. I'm like, oh, man. Ugh. So <laughs> Corey noted that I... Uh, quickly got my uh, monthly uh, sunset overdrive achievement <laughs> which was uh, a collectible based one for doing the graffiti got that one done i had jackbox party pack achievements for doing god knows what opened up some browsers got those done but i really wanted to sink my teeth into something and i found an amazing rattle like a game called hymno wow oh, yeah. this oh ah, uh, yeah amazing best 11 minutes of your life um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how long this took me to beat. It was not 11 minutes, but um, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, listeners. I was doing something else <laughs> during. So yeah, this game you basically just have to jump up and dash, and every time you go up a certain way, a uh, certain bit, you go into different di doors, which are districts. So the highest you have to get is to district six. And there's another achievement uh, to visit 30 districts, but I figured out a little bit later on that you could just uh, start uh, in the beginning and, and die on it purpose. It took you 45 minutes? That's, well, I was playing for fun and not for achievements. And uh, then Damn. I realized that uh, I didn't have to do such things. Yeah, I give these games a chance, Corey. I give them what they <laughs> give me. And let it, me tell you me about this 45 minutes. minutes. <laughs> It gives you 29 TA, so um, it, it is a lot. Yeah, this might be a rare occasion where I wish I went to a video guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. 
I mean, I guess there was some That's nice uh, ambiance and audio um, goodness, but I don't know. This one didn't do too much for me. But if you like Gamerscore and you got $5 burning a hole in your pocket, I guess you could do worse. But I just find it odd that Elroy played the 20-hour game and I played the, uh, the short game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on? But uh, up, is, up is down. And, yeah. yeah, and training cats and possums. So... What do you make of the uh, main character's uh, <laughs> head there? Is it, what, what is actually um, uh, a PG-rated thing? Would you say that that looks like? Like a um, um, like a kielbasa. Sure. I, I don't know, man. I mean, if the game's called Himno, if it was called Herno, then it might be <laughs> it might be it might be shaped like something else. <laughs> yeah, just like a triangle. Be. All right. So yeah, if you. Uh, it's the, uh, the 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 art for the game has the picture of the main uh, character there and all his or her uh, glory <laughs> there. A really sweet vest uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. All right. Well, that means uh, we have, since we're not doing the, uh, the snake draft today, uh, we'll just go back to the top of the order here. So, uh, Mr. Nate, uh, what was your last uh, game you brought to the showcase today? Well, I'd just like to say that it took L forty-five minutes. It took me forty minutes to finish him now. But <laughs> oh, I started so much better. But I started at two fifty-five a.m. and I finished <laughs> it at three something a.m. So I think the time of day had something to do with it. But I mean, after your Gilmore Girls marathon, you finished the night in fashion, my friend. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I didn't have a whole lot of gaming time. Like I said, I was, uh, you know, at the beach. Uh, but when I got back, uh, I continued something I've been doing, which is, uh, tr- you know, playing the top of the 90s. Uh, you know, I'm a child, <laughs> child of the 90s. I listen to a lot of 90s music, so I love the 90s. <laughs> so I started looking at my uh, games that were in the 90% completion category. So games that I've you know, gotten a whole bunch in, but just for whatever reason, not come back to, I have, um, I knocked out two of those. I think on the last show, I mentioned those. Um, I've got 26 games left, uh, in the 90% completion and five of them are unable to be completed. And there are three of them are age of empires, which I know you're familiar with, uh, happy dungeons. Um, I think it was the X one one. Yeah. The 360 one, I'm, I'm way farther down in the percentage. Uh, and then Marvel Rip. Heroes Omega. Um, so those games I can't Aww. get. But there are 21 games that I can get. Uh, and so I started playing a little bit more of them. I'm chipping away at Blastem Bunnies, which is, oh my gosh, how much did that game cost? It's, uh, it, it, you know, because they don't factor in time. Uh, it's, I think it's like a $5 game, but it takes forever it's, 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 it's taking forever. So I'm doing, I'm got two last achievements on that, you know, killing a hundred bosses and the bosses are random. Uh, and then killing like three bajillion blue bunnies. Uh, and I'm at like 70 some percent of that. So I'm trying to do every day, like five bosses. If I, if I keep it at that rate, I'll be done this week. Uh, and the blue bunnies are just kind of coming along at the same rate almost. Um, so yeah. So I've been working on that, uh, and I today um, had a bunch of time. I spent playing uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare on the 360. Now, I know there was oh, a big no. boost. There was a big boost a couple of years ago 
uh, where a lot of people went through at the same time. I was not part of that uh, on the 360. I jumped into the X1 boost and got almost all of that done. Uh, I think I have, th- this is also on my list. <laughs> both, both garden warfares are on my 90% list. Um, I have one achievement in the X1 version. I have three achievements in the 360 version, two of which are tied to uh, treasure yetis. So the kill and the seven diamonds, I think I got two or three diamonds today. So I'm, I'm making progress on that, but then I have, I have to do the levels still. So get one character to 10, get one character, get 50 levels total. Um, so I'm, I'm slowly grinding through those. And, um, yeah, so I'm just chipping away at my 90% list. I can't even imagine going through that game on the 360 because there's no tracking. uh, On the one, it was long enough, but. Well, luckily we did have enough people left over, um, to kind of help with the ones that are really hard to track, like the, you know, killing a hundred of each. Uh, type yeah. of uh, whatever or getting 100 kills with each type i can't remember which one it was but yeah we got that done um luckily there's enough people left over that needed that that i was able to get that done uh but yeah so i'm kind of everything i need i can sort of do on my own at this point um so i'm not too upset about that but yeah the tracking <laughs> when you go from the 360 to the one and and not having that tracking yeah. Uh, in the 360 and you see it in the X1, you're like, oh, that's fantastic. Well, I did it reverse. So I saw it in the <laughs> X1 and I go back to the 360 and it's not there and it's it's painful. Oh. So uh, I guess the obvious question is, all right, Koosh, gun to your head. Oh, boy. Which one are you going to finish first? Blasting bunnies, plants versus zombies. Oh, that's easy. Blast them bunnies because plants versus zombies, they are so stingy with the treasure treasure Yeti. And even when you get him, he doesn't drop diamonds for, for garbage. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like you can hit him, you can hit him, you can hit him and he doesn't drop it. That's like a one night boost. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you got people helping you, sure. <laughs> if you got people shooting them and not taking the diamonds. Uh, but that was like, so uh, 2017, Koosh. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I got to watch the dog. You know. Yeah. I missed that boost, uh, and I, I'm really missing it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Uh, I'm sure that you'll have an update for us soon enough. Oh, yeah. So, but then I, I looked at your stats. You already killed over a million bunnies. That's like <laughs> genocidal, man. You were. Yeah, it's not pretty. Shame. Uh, Koosh stalling over there. It's not pretty. That's, that's crazy. All right. So. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, sinister things, uh, I my second game was uh, Ottoman Empire. So I, I was expecting a nice game where it was a third-person shooter for that contest I referenced earlier. And so I was thinking, okay, so Ottoman Empire, we're going to have like, uh, you know, I'm gonna, it's going to be kind of like Rise Part 2 where I'm going to be uh, war elephants and, uh, you know, throwing javelins through people's chests and stuff like that. Uh, and so I go to uh, download the game. And there's a couple things that hit me first. Uh, the toughest thing about this game is, uh, first of all, swallowing the price of the game. Uh, so <laughs> I I had a birthday recently, and so I I spent a third of my birthday savings or gifts gift cards that I had on this stupid game, thinking that it would be the wild <laughs> card to take me over the top on freaking Triad seven seven seven, but. Unfortunately, uh, there is a reason why, uh, well, if you look at it, it's kind of misleading. So first of all, uh, let me back up here. Well, I see I'm juggling a lot of things here. First of all, it's not about the Ottoman Empire. The second thing is that it has a 1.3 ratio. A lot of that um, is because of me, because I haven't finished it. Like everyone else that has this game has finished it. 
Uh, and the third thing you need to know is that there's only six tracked gamers for this freaking game, and I am one of them. Six? So, yes. There's only one completion. And so, <laughs> yeah, so there's six people that, uh, going into it, there was only five. And so it was only worth like 100 TA. Now it's worth 1300 or 300 because of me. And so, uh, and like I said, it's not about the Ottoman Empire. It's about Otterman. It, it, the, they literally spell out Otterman Empire. So it's about a bunch of damn like otters in <laughs> uh, aquatic life shooting each other in like a an arena. And all of the freaking achievements are grindy as hell. So... Let me just give you a taste of it. Uh, eliminate a thousand drones. Okay. Eliminate 500 turrets. Elim- uh, repair 100 robots. Fire 10,000 times. Eliminate, eliminate 100 tanks. 5,000 shots. Uh, eliminate 100 players. 500 bombs dunked. Uh, all of them are just like, uh, you know, like in a game, in a round that's like uh, each round's like three minutes. Um, so, for example, bombs dunked. You might get like four dunks per round and that's three minutes so you start to extrapolate that out and 500 bombs dunked may not sound like a ton but that's a long time so i added this game like right at the end of the competition not realizing just how freaking grindy it was and there was just no way there was not enough hours in the day and it's just random enough that you can't automate it with certain devices and uh, so I don't know. It uh, it is it is a a beast of a game. So I I have no idea why anybody would want to play this, uh, much less at the price point of twenty four freaking dollars for this game. <laughs> it's uh, some things are just best left unplayed. Um, as myself and the five other people that have this tracked on their tag would would attest. So, Rocker, you could be number seven, man. I you know. <laughs> the being number seven is kind of tempting. <laughs> yes, we can, we can raise that TA up to fifteen hundred, man. You spent good money on that game. You may as well check it out. Yeah, you know, you may, as well. you may as well. <laughs> it's my it's my birthday gift to you. <laughs> so yeah, so the only thing worse than spending twenty four dollars on a piece of crap game like this uh, is the spending twenty four dollars on a piece of crap game like this, not being able to get all the achievements and it really not being any kind of difference maker in your competition that you were in. So oh man. It was it was very uh I was left very un, unrewarded from this game. Do you think there's going to be a yeah. sequel? The Ottoman Empire Strikes Back? A <laughs> uh, uh, see uh, oh man there's there's <laughs> a ton there. Sea seal? Yeah, sea seal. Yeah, because you know they're all freaking aquatic animals Beep. with whiskers and stuff, Beep. but uh yeah. <laughs> One can only help. One can only hope uh, that uh, Ottoman Empire Two comes out for a price point of like thirty five dollars. That would be fantastic. It. Yeah. So that's all right. Tryhard Interactive, whose other games include. Okay, so <laughs> the. <laughs> so let's move on to Prayer Rocker, oh, man. Uh, my my understanding is that you and L are going to tag team this last one, and uh, that it, this would be a perfect time for me just to go walk around for a while. So I'll just let y'all have at it. Y'all just go crazy. Bring the noise, Corey. It's a, so he, here I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> here I am. Uh, Doing everything, everything I can. I can. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two has finally come out. Um, Come on, man! Bring the excitement. It's really good. 
my, half of my excitement is with Kenny. Kenny's not here with us any longer. What, uh, whoa, what, what happened? Whoa, whoa. whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, uh, as far as like as far as like today goes, like oh, I texted him earlier. Uh, He's good. He's oh, alive. Okay, okay good. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So the game came out. We did a big stream of it. It's a little broken, but it's fun. I mean, what do you want me to say? Let, let's let's start from the. I guess as far as a remake goes, have you played many other remakes, L, in general? Of any game or any yes. Any game. Does this compare? Does this live up to what other remakes have done? Or is it better or worse? I would I would say this lives up to expectations and beyond. Agreed. I have, this, I, this, I have this some is, nitpicks, but we can... This what do you is the say, best yeah. remake of any game that has come out, in my opinion. Wow. Put that out there. 100%. Uh... It, what about Shadow Complex? Uh, even <laughs> Shadow Complex. Even Shadow Complex. Yes. Like Wonder yeah. Boy. Wonder Boy. The Dragon's I mean, Trap. Halo Two comes close, but <laughs> so Boy, I mean, I if you modes. just start it, you get they remade two games, uh, and they did it really well, and they picked they remade games that were top of top tier games of their time. So they have all those things going for them. They priced it really well, forty bucks, and everybody's playing it and and giving it rave reviews, and, Corp, and they're not wrong. When is the last time you heard that I spent forty dollars on a game? That the first day? never, and yeah, I was never. shocked. I was shocked. Never. <laughs> I mean, it did <laughs> help you. Uh, shh, we don't talk about that. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> it did help you found a uh, a deal on a new egg. It was like. $48 for $60 of Microsoft money. So I pretended yeah, that Tony like Hawk was on sale, but I would have gotten this anyway. This is a game I loved back in the day. So I actually never really played the first game, and then I got a Dreamcast, and uh, Dreamcast, you could acquire games pretty easily, and I acquired the second game. And I... See, the best thing about Tony Hawk to me is that these games had achievements before there were achievements in my mind. So all the yeah. objectives in the games, all the gaps, this is stuff that was legitimately fun to go for just to go for them. Now in Agreed. the original games, once you did uh, beat the game with each character, you would get a video for that character, as I've mentioned before on the show. So that was actually something worth playing for. Now you can unlock a million different things. There's challenges that there's a lot of grindy challenges in this game, but that's okay. I really didn't even look at the achievement list that much. Um, so first I'm going to give you some, some quick negatives that I didn't like. Um, the main menu was a little cluttered and crowded. Um, we couldn't figure out how to play with our friends when uh, we went into multiplayer and, and uh some still can't have you tried like in the last few minutes a patch <laughs> yes. just came out by the way yeah that didn't yeah. do anything uh <sighs> so so what what l is referring to is that at the main menu you can pick skate tour which is the first two games or multiplayer uh and multiplayer is local or uh or, or quick, quick play. play quick play yeah. 
the only way that you can skate with your friends is by hitting the back button, which signs you in uh, somehow. And then you can see your friends list and you could party up. Um, w- one, that's broken for me uh, for whatever reason. It sucks. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it, that it, that really does suck. It, it's I seem to be the only one if, among us t- who that happened to, but I have found other people on the internet who uh, that has run into. So that that kind of blows. Um, but as far as the other menu system goes, it's all with your right bumper, uh, with your bumpers and your triggers, and you you have to like it's going to take you a while to look at everything, all the challenges that Elle's talking about. There's like 700 challenges, uh, and they are categorized. And you have to click into them to see what they what they want you to do, but um, I, that it is a little convoluted. I'll give it that. Yeah, and I couldn't even figure out how to get to free skate until today because I was complaining that there was no free skate in the game. So um, Michelle has actually started playing this game, and this is her first Tony Hawk game, and it's intimidating. And it's like, where is everything? What do I do? I only have two minutes, but if you put on free skate, you could at least roam around and check out where you're going but uh it's it's under tours so there's tony hawk one and tony hawk two and then there's a third category it said like rank something or other but it's in there there's free skate okay that's that's one that i actually haven't messed with i've only been doing the the campaigns uh and and for me for somebody who's played these levels hundreds of times um it's it's been no problems uh everything's kind of coming back um (laughs) yeah there are some like stat you like you can up your stats by getting tokens. Those are a little like some of them are like, oh, how do I get that? But the mm. challenges like they're coming back. I I, I can even remember uh, I came up to this one level and I'm like, I know exactly what I need to do, what kind of grind and where to do it because I had so much problems with it as a kid and then I just did it first try and uh, my heart filled with glee. Uh, yeah, the the skate. The uh, excuse me, the stat points. I believe are something they introduced in the later games. In the first yes. two games, they, there was money floating around. So instead mm-hmm. of getting money to buy your uh, stuff, your stats, you're finding the stat points in the in the levels. So there's a strategy you can go through and, and unlock the levels without getting everything, and go get the stat points and then come back uh, if you if you can't reach, you know, yeah. whatever whatever you got to do. Um, and, and it also took me a while to figure out even how to change characters. You have to hit Y. I'm like, oh, that's how you do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so I've been Tony Hawk this whole time. Um, the, the other thing I realized is in the old games, you would pick Tony Hawk and go through the campaign, and then you can pick another character and go through the campaign again. But it looks like you can't do that. If you pick another character, all the stuff is already is still uh, checked off. So I don't know I if I like that I switched to a creative character... Um, and yes, I did notice that. Um, that is a good point though. Cause I, I wondered how they were going to do that. I, I haven't that. switched to another pro skater. So you unlock their videos by finding all the stat points. So the only thing you could do is go back in the levels and get all the stat points as everyone to get their videos. So I don't know if I like that or not. I feel like they could have kept it, kept all the, uh, objectives to get for everyone. Yeah, sure. What's the what's the deal with the uh, the bull? I see there's something about getting hit by a bull. I wouldn't uh, think that the, you'd have many bulls around uh, so skate parks. T- Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, the, the one that I played the most, it introduced mm-hmm. interactive pieces of the map, uh, and so there would be locations locked behind like a gate or behind a fence, and you had to like 
grind up a telephone pole to knock it over to get access it, stuff like that. One of these levels has a running bull around it. You're in like Spain and, uh, you can, in the old version, L mentioned you had to pick up money. There was money hidden in the bull poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, in this version, <laughs> there's, uh, there's no money, but, uh, you can get like a gap for hitting the bull and, and stuff like that. And, and there's an achievement for, for getting hit by the bull. Uh, yeah. So, uh, a lot of bull talks on, uh, <laughs> on today's podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, the last level in, uh, Tony Hawk 2, Mexico, I think it is. And, uh, yeah, there's bull. Actually, so today, before we recorded, I finished the whole first game. Um, so that was cool. So today, um, before we recorded, I finished both games. Really? <laughs> every, every objective, Good every man. stat point. Yeah. All right. Here's the question. Did you put the mods on? No, I haven't touched the mods at all. Really? So some, a lot of the, well, the challenges that I've seen say that they uh, are kind of disabled. Like you can't earn them if you have mods on. Uh, no, the mods actually don't disable anything. <laughs> Even achievements? Um, I think the 99.9 achievement is disabled, but like, say you, like you can't, like you said, you can't reach whatever you can't reach. Like the, uh, I don't know. Say you can't reach something. You could turn on the mods for no bailing or, uh, special is always on and you tend to be able to do that a little easier. So that's, yeah, so I'm looking at the mods. You get perfect rail balance, manual lips, always special, no bells. Yeah. Double, you can double your score. I haven't seen that oh, you, one. That might be an You can change one. the graphics to uh, even oh. different things, too. And we have one called Old Timey. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, those you have to unlock. So you can I'll, cheat I'll a little them. bit, but then you won't... I don't know. Half of the fun is unlocking the stats and getting and improving and getting better. Yeah, absolutely. But if you get stuck, you can do that for some things. Yeah, as a casual person... That's a good game. Um, for a completionist, you're not going to want to play it, but it doesn't matter. This game, it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. This game is just that good. It's done. It's redone that well. And yeah, you are playing the same things uh, many times with different skaters, but I mean, you as an achievement hunter, like you have these in game challenges that you're watching yourself uh, accelerate. So you, it's it's never you're never just playing for nothing. You're always working towards something, which is nice. Uh, one thing. Between, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go. Break it up a little I bit. Gonna say, I was just gonna say, what's the difference between the deluxe and the standard? Uh, for ten extra dollars, they gave you one extra character and some skins. And I know, I know that Chip got it, and I know that Volger got it, and they were like, "Why did we get this? We didn't need this." <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to get it. Yeah, it came with a, a retro, uh, like retro clothes, and it just seemed like a waste of money to me. I, I, I didn't e- do it. even me. It's, it's like a, I would say, yeah. a super fan. I, it was not worth ten dollars. Yeah, if there was a n- another level, maybe they could have convinced me. But uh, so I was going to say one thing we haven't talked about, which should have been obvious, is the soundtrack. Now, the soundtrack they did a really good job on. Um, they made it so whenever, so in the old games, they would play the first two minutes of the song and that's it. Now they just go through the whole song and like, if you hit retry, you'll just, the song keeps playing and it tells you what song it is on the bottom right. And if you don't like the song they're playing, you push in the right stick and it skips that song. Or you can pause the game and go to uh, the song playlist and disable 
any song you don't like and it won't play it anymore. So I, yeah, I, I was, was going to really mention cool. that. That that is pretty epic. I I listen to everything, but if you just wanted a certain, ba- yeah, you really hated a song, take it out. You will never hear it. Yeah, it's a couple of cool. the rap songs uh, weren't my favorite. So what happens? Uh, what happens if you pull out all the songs? Like what's left? I mean, I'll sing for you. You just hear seems to like wheels that. on pavement. Oh, for real? Like it's just it I won't mean, play anything. Yeah, yeah. I guess it'll play nothing. You can turn the music cool. down all the way. Um, oh, and actually, okay. if you go back and watch our Twitch, if you stream directly from the Xbox, apparently <laughs> it strips the music out. So that, <laughs> so. that's all you would hear. <laughs> okay. Occasional bull noises in the background. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, um, yeah, it has a 4.83 uh, 4.83 stars on it. So I guess uh, some people like it. Uh, can you can you skip the cut scenes on it, or are you, are you stuck there? <laughs> actually, no you want to watch the cut scenes here. You can see people that actually know how to skateboard. Did you unlock any of that, uh, Corey? Because I didn't get the stat points from the second game yet, so I haven't seen any of the videos. I, since I've only done a created character, I haven't. I didn't oh, get no. anything fancy. And I, and so I know in the front, he, there was bail videos also. I hope that if there's a bail video. Yeah, I'm hoping that if, once I do boom. the. Yeah, I'm hoping once I do the professional skaters, they pop up. Uh, I switched to creative skater because Chip, uh, like I didn't look at the list, but Chip pointed me in the direction that there's one unlockable secret character, Officer Dick, and it he relates to creative skater stuff. So I was like, I'll just go ahead and do everything first with him. So, but yeah, it's just overall, it's just a it's a really really well done game, and uh, I'm happy. That, I'm happy with my purchase. They could have easily got another twenty dollars out of me, full price game. Um, so uh, good for me, I guess. Uh, I will have no problems just playing this to my heart's content, uh, just unlocking stuff. Uh, one thing I guess we huh? should mention, achievement-wise, <clears throat> uh, someone figured out how to easily get the achievement for uh, ten million points on any classic park or one million point combo. And basically, there are creator parks, and someone created a park where I guess the uh, the environment's a little glitchy. So you just start grinding, and you hold down Y, and it thinks you're doing multiple tricks over and over. So you hold that down for like three or four minutes, and then you just jump off, and you get those achievements. Not that anyone would do that here. Is there a console command for the Gap Master achievement or anything like that? That one uh, looks a little uh, brutal. That's a uh... <laughs> Night, rocking a nice sixty-one point three seven ratio there, or yeah. That's not the type. Or, yeah, the gaps are, are usually the last thing people go for. I think people. I, I don't who, think they're anything just, hard. It's just a lot, and you have yeah. to have like you're gonna have to like checklist it. Like it, there's actually in game there's a you can see the gaps you hit, so that is nice. That will be nice to get. But I mean, you can just imagine there's a lot of gaps. Um, and, yeah. and then another thing to note, um, not that it's super surprising, but. Uh, nobody has completed this game yet. There is one achievement for reaching career level 100. Oof. So, um, I'm pretty sure uh, people looks, in the Discord said they've done like most of what you can do when they're only at level 50. So it seems like I, a lot of grindy I, stuff. Completing the campaign and just doing that stuff. I'm level 47. Um, I, I don't even think getting all the challenges will do that. So you might just have to play multiplayer or something. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, multiplayer. Speaking of the multiplayer, um, that was fun. I mean, it sucks that you couldn't join us, Corey, but we had uh, Foof and Chip and Volger and even Michelle joined in. And Yeah, you can get up to eight people. 
Well, uh, real quick, what like what what do you do in multiplayer? Uh, they basically give you a map and you cycle through four or five different modes. The graffiti mode where you try to tag as many things as possible. Um, one to get to is called high score. So it'll sell you to like the first person to get to 100,000 first wins. And then there's one for whoever has the highest score at the end wins. And then I think maybe highest combo. So some modes like that. All to do with your score except for the graffiti one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sad I couldn't school you guys. Ah, what a... Could you school to us? <laughs> Terrible Tony. I get, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, overall, well, uh, I highly recommend it. Come all play. Right. Well, if you don't trust him and trust the 4.83 uh, stars on a game with that many track people, that's pretty good. So I'll never play it, but that's awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. What well, if, what if there's the otters? Game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> otter. I say that 20 bucks you saved on the games, 20 bucks I didn't save on a stupid otter game. So, uh, yeah, not, not that I'm salty about that or anything. So, um, there are a couple of uh, hashtag news out there. They're, they're kind of quick. Um, uh, how about somebody that actually uh, cares about superheroes uh, talks about that first one there? Uh, I, I, I don't know enough about it to uh, give you much on it. All right. Well, I'll talk about it since I talked about Marvel <laughs> Avengers before and how I enjoyed the demo. thought it was fun to uh, smash as the Hulk. Um, so it seems that uh, it's very buggy for the Xbox only. Um, there's a lot of achievements that uh, when it first came out, number one, I think there's a, a day one patch. It was like 18 gigs. I could be wrong on that, but um, day one patch and uh a whole bunch of broken achievements. So people just were not able to get these. They recently put out a second patch and that fixed some of them. Um, now the article on TA that we were looking at mentioned that the PlayStation version only has two trophies that haven't been earned or recorded as being earned yet. So just another, you know, slap in the face uh, from this developer with this game to Xbox is that they just didn't get the achievements right. Uh, they got the trophies mostly right, it seems, but the achievements are not right. So while the gameplay is fun, I mean, the game just really just does not seem like they really cared about the Xbox people as much. Is this a, uh, is this on the same level as the NBA prelude? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad because there are achievements that you can get. So it's not like they gave trophies to the PlayStation and no okay. trophies. I, I, did, I, I just need to know if I need to go uh, start a second protest no. out there. You so. can actually get okay. some achievements on the Xbox. I think you get most of them, but I, I want to say right. it was like in the teens that were broken. Um, and that's, that's not great. Uh, obviously out of, see, they have 50 achievements and like, 10 plus are not possible to get. So I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six. Counting on air is fantastic radio. 10 achievements right now have zero gets on the Xbox. And then you have uh, four achievements that only have two or three people that have gotten them. So those are the ones that are probably recently fixed by the patch. But yeah, so a, a teen were not available and now a little bit more are. Right. Damn, you really hold a, a grudge, uh, Elroy. <laughs> man, I gotta be honest. Okay, man. Yeah, that's. Are they still making those Prelude games for that for the freaking PlayStation? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've, I, uh, I've boycotted them. I've knocked over any signs, <laughs> mind you. Torn down yeah, any statues. I mean, you ever see okay. uh, Billy Madison? Uh, you remind me of uh, 
<laughs> when Steve Buscemi has that list of uh, people to kill. That's what you remind <laughs> me of, all right? I think you have a list of people to kill. The people of them, and then we'll be on, uh, they would make my list. Yeah, and then for sure. uh, someone you interviewed from G Task. <laughs> we won't mention who. <laughs> oh no! As long as a certain as long as a certain game doesn't get played, uh, uh, but uh, you know, as long as a certain game doesn't get played, uh, he should uh, survive Earth. <laughs> <laughs> You catch my drift. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So the other news story uh, has to do with old uh, Lucky. Uh, apparently, he had some uh, DLC that was delisted, and uh, now it's free. So that seems lucky. So does anybody know much about that story? Uh, I actually emailed the dev, and a couple days later, they were like, "Yeah." Everyone did this, so we're just going to give you all the DLC for free. And I know some people, oh, one person that may be here, that spent $40 on a, the new Lucky's <laughs> Tale just to get those old DLCs. So here's yeah. how it worked. Here's how it went down. <laughs> here's how it went down. The developer, when they were announcing this game, were, they were asked on Twitter, hey, are you going to uh, delist the game or, you know, will the game and the DLC still be available when the new game comes out? And they said, yes. Well, that's not true because when the day that the game came out, they delisted both the game and the DLCs and you couldn't get them. Uh, you could not buy them anywhere. They were not in a physical release or the <laughs> DLC was not in a physical release. Obviously the game was. Um, so you couldn't do anything about that. And then people discovered, oh, well, if you buy the new game, who would do that because it was on Game uh, Game Pass? But if you buy the new game, you get the old game and the DLCs for free. And I saw that article posted, and I said, whoa, I'm going to try it. <laughs> I liked the first game. I bought the first game when it first came out. I said, okay, I'll do that. You know, there's a thing going on with Xbox where if you spend enough money, you get 10 bucks back or whatever. So I said, okay. So I did that, and sure enough, I you know, I saw everything downloaded. I was like, Fantastic. A day later, maybe, um, somebody said, oh, no, it turns out that there's this um, link over here on some page, uh, I guess the Steam forums, that said, hey, if you're having problems getting this, just <laughs> contact, send an email to Playful um, Support, and they'll just send you the, the DLC for free. They'll send you two codes. So <laughs> I contacted <laughs> I myself and said, week, yeah. Yeah, I said, hey, I made a mistake. I didn't mean to buy that. I meant to buy the DLC. And they said, okay, they refunded my my, uh, my game. So I got all my money back from that. Um, I didn't check to see if I still had the DLC. I assume not. Uh, and then uh, as soon as I sent my email, I, I, you know, I contacted them on Twitter. I sent them an email. I did their webpage. Three different ways I tried to contact them <laughs> to get that DLC. Uh, and did I got zero response. But then a couple hours later, they said, hey, guess what? After TA posted an article... So many people are doing this that uh, we can't handle the responses. We can't handle giving out codes. So we're going to think of something else. <laughs> like a day later or two days later. I don't know. Then whatever. you bought it again? <laughs> yeah, I went and bought it again. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, finally, they finally were able to get it uh, set up so that the, the price of the DLC was free. And they, they missed it by a day. So like one great. was free one day. And then the second one was like a day behind it became free. So, yeah. So those DLC are free, and the game is still in Game Pass, the original <laughs> game, so you can do the whole thing for free if you have Game Pass right now. Um, 
But yeah, I still intend to buy the full game, <laughs> the new game, when it goes on sale. Nate, I still intend. You to got do forty dollars like back. Get I Tony like the Hawk. Developer. I like you got the developer. Forty dollars. Get Tony Hawk. I, will, I like Tony the Hulk. developer. I want to support them. When the game is cheap, I will buy it. <laughs> so, so when I saw this <sighs> news story on there, I, I got a, mo- a confession to make here. I uh, I saw the news story on there, and I was like, "Why is that a news story?" I, I just thought that. I misread it and thought that it, maybe Super Lucky's Tale was being delisted. I, until you said the new game, I had absolutely zero idea that there was a new Super Lucky's Tale out there. So um, I played through the entire first one. So thank yeah. you. Uh, it, yeah, I didn't even know it existed. The first game was good, right? And it was like it was designed yeah. for VR. So it, you could shift it a little to the left. You could shift it a little to the right and kind of get a different view. This new version of the game is basically that first game. But it's remastered, and it's remastered really well, like, you know, other games. Um, I think it's a really <laughs> good remaster. Okay, so this yeah, is the right. exact same game as before? And, I didn't and know it's that. fully okay. 3D now. So, like, before you it could just... Before? No, before you could no. just tilt a little to the left, a little to the right, to maybe see behind something where a hidden coin might uh-huh. be. In this game, you can... It's just like Super Mario World. You can, like, you can flip the camera all the way around 360. Oh, he moves a little cool. faster, um, you know... 64. Other quality of life things. We, we mentioned it, I think, last episode or the episode before. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can find out the differences there. But yeah. That's cool. That's, uh, that's really but, neat. But right. Man, they messed up that DLC. They messed that thing up badly. I don't know <laughs> if it was Microsoft or them, but uh, it, they made it right eventually. And you said they got rid of that crazy coin achievement, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do the 99,000. Um, it's I think it's 30,000 is the highest. And you don't actually to do. have to touch the coin. You just automatically get it, you said? Right. Coins now, instead of evaporating, you don't get them. They go right to your inventory after, you know, even if you don't pick them up, they go to your inventory. So. Oh, that's definitely no Oh, yeah. There's a lot, quality of, of, a lot life. of quality of life. A lot of quality of yeah. life improvements. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that workaround on that takes several hours, but. That was one of my early uh, Cronus projects there. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. Well, um, well, I did have a topic of the week uh, as, uh, for the podcast discussion. Uh, as I discussed earlier, I played Outcast, Second Contact. And this was a game that I had no idea really where it came from. Uh, after some research, I realized it was kind of a uh, – it was a Games with Gold thing that uh, I – picked up somewhere along the way uh but i had looked at this game so many times like i it just i had installed it and it was just sitting on my console taking up space like constantly every once in a while i just go through all the games on my console and just kind of pick a random one to play and uh i i just looked through it and i'm like "Eh, i'm not feeling it not feeling it well i wasn't feeling it on outcast second contact Probably for a good, I don't know, ever since I got it for games with uh, gold. I don't know when that was. Uh, so didn't you say that was last year? So I guess for at least a year or somewhere, somewhere around there. So, uh, but it got me thinking. <laughs> like, if you have a game installed on your console, so you have intentions to play this game, uh, or else you would, you know, not even keep it space on your console with it. So. It got me thinking, which game on your console has been there in purgatory for the longest period of time where you have not actually opened it and played it? And so, and why is that? What's the story there? Is there something going on with that game that you just think you might someday play, but you're not, you just never have gotten around to it? So I opened the floor to these uh, 
uh, old timers here uh, that have been doing the Xboxing for many, many years. Uh, Mr. L, I assume you have some very, you know, old antiquity that's been taking up space for almost a decade on your, your Xbox. I mean, we can go back to 360 games even. And uh, the one that comes to mind is uh, the Mass Effect trilogy, which I've owned forever. And I've bought the DLC when they go on sale. Just <laughs> never played them. Or I have started, but never got an achievement. So I don't know if you want to count that or not. Um, and for the one, I think I got Watchdogs. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as the reason, I guess uh, much what like girls in high school said about me, I'm intimidated by their length. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just don't have the time to put into these games that I would like to. I mean, if you skip the cutscenes, you'd have more time. I mean, I mean you, you do have a point there. You're right. I don't know. I have a lot of games that are unfinished. Red Dead Redemption, Bully, GTA 4, Bioshock. The list goes on and on. I feel like I need to finish some of these before I start some of these epic RPGs that I have sitting around. I've lost Odyssey sitting around. I have a lot of RPGs I'd love to play. It's usually those type of games. So- so if you have it actively installed on your console, why don't you delete it and then just download it at a later time? Why is it actively sitting there? Because I have room on the hard drive? I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't give you a good reason for that. But what I tend to do now is I make groups of games I want to get to sooner than later and then uh, delete a, a game from there once I complete it and add a new game there. So there's ways about it, ways about it. But yeah, we tend to have more than we have time to play. All right. What about you, Bro Rocker? So I found two um, that are pretty old. Uh, the first one is Deployment. Now, I have played Deployment, but I've never unlocked an achievement because it was too hard. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Isn't that like a 1200 TA game or something? Like a two-hour completion? The, or am I thinking of something else? No, no, you are uh, you are on the right track. Um, deployment is uh, worth eleven hundred TA, zero to one hour completion. <laughs> so it's even worse. I guess I now looking at the 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 list. Surely I could die in the tutorial to put this on my tag. Secret. But I remember not being able to be or, the tutorial. Or you could, or you could not die. <laughs> right? You could die in it or not die in it. You get an achievement for either way. I mean, <laughs> so. all the rest of the three of us completed this game. That tells you I, something. I have a, I have a, a strict memory of playing this game for like thirty minutes and not getting anything. And I'm like, f this, and I just quit it out. Never went to it. Uh, so yeah, there's that, and then there's Costume Quest 2, which I, I've always wanted to play, but I always said, I should play the first one, but that's like a 360 game, probably oh, worth 200 points. It's uh, a lot longer, too. It's know, a short yeah. game, it's easy, it's fun, just do it. Do it on Halloween. So, oh, it's, yeah. it's like longer, though. Your, so, your, your um, mystery person that reviewed oh, no, with you is. last week would enjoy that game. Mystery person who reviewed with yeah. me. Yeah, it's only mystery person. Points per yeah, your interview. It's only it's educational kids game to, person that reviewed. Don't do it for her. Well, you know she would are, like that game. I know he's it's not confused. A real, it's not she, a real game. It's only a fourth of a game. Is it only a fourth of a game? Maybe I'll stream it like yeah. for Halloween spooky stream. No, just do the second one. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm game. not gonna do the first one for sure. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. 
If 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 people can convince me that Costume Quest Two is worth my time, uh, I might I might look into it. Hey Corey, uh, it's enjoyable. I could just, it's not terrible. I could just it's hear Sarah in the background telling you how cute it is. <laughs> it's worth and your colorful. Time. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a, a uh, damn. And they have a, a TV series on uh, Amazon Prime also. You can watch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's double fine. It's double uh, fine. Yeah, that, that's that's the one thing that draws me to it. Yeah. The girl said in high school yeah. said that about me too. <laughs> All right, Mr. Taylor. I'm, I'm going to need pictures from you. <laughs> your book. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need proof. Trust but verify. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, who do you pick uh, when you've got literally tens of games that you haven't played but maybe have purchased? Yeah, um, tens. Literally tens of games. Um, <laughs> So the one I picked, um, <laughs> and it's not my most egregious one. It's not. It's not the longest one that's been sitting there installed, but it is, you know, notable. Uh, World to the West. Um, Oof. Yeah. So I, I like this developer, and um, you know, played Teslagrad. It's Rain Games. I played uh, Teslagrad. Loved it. Um, and I loved it so much that apparently that came through when I was talking about it on the discord and people said, Hey, let's, let's get some other people to try it. And other people liked it too. So that's cool. Um, I then bought the follow-up to it, which is world to the West. It's not really a, a, a direct sequel, but it's kind of in the world of Tesla grad. Um, and it's like a Zelda, um, genre. So an adventure type action adventure game. And I started it a while back, uh, intending to get the first achievement, but it was a little bit farther in than I intended, and I just never got back to it. Um, but, you know, I've talked about it before in these gamer therapy sessions on the podcast, where I have this thing where I save games that I really like, and I don't play them, because I can look at them and say, okay, well, when I have time... I'm going to sit down and <laughs> and spend it on this game that I'm really looking forward to. And I, I really want to enjoy this game. I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to come back and play that when I have time, when I can devote it time to it. Um, and they just never do. Um, but another great thing about this developer is that they've got um, Mesmer is going to be coming out soon, which is a survival game. And we all know how much I love survival games <clears throat> that have console commands. Um, so I don't know how, <laughs> how that was going to And they also have a Kickstarter going for Metroidvania. So I just thought it'd be great that I could talk about Metroidvanias. Um, genius girl. Yeah. Genius girl. So, something uh, like that. yeah, that's open for a month and maybe people want to check it out and see if that's something they want to contribute to. I don't know. Well, I have some advice on world of the West. Uh, a don't do it. B <laughs> if you do do it, um, don't play it the way I played it. I played it. And got you know somewhat far into the the story, and then I had no idea what to do. Um, it I wait for a walkthrough is what I'm saying. So I have no idea what what to do. And then uh, I needed to get an achievement in it for either uh, when we were doing uh, uh, RTDL or maybe it was for to get a, a Z achievement or something like that. Uh, because there's several. Or no, an X one. There's several achievements that start with weird letters in that one. And it took me forever because 
there's very little information on what to do in that game. Uh, there's like a French uh, guy playing it and it has a walkthrough on YouTube, but that's about it or something like that. And and it's just, I don't know, it's a disjointed mess. So if you play it, focus your attention on it or else you'll be completely you know, lost in the woods like I am on that one. So, yeah, it's probably good to focus all your attention on it at once. and It might not be as difficult. So, I don't know. But uh, for me, uh, I thought maybe Z Heroes was the one that I was going to go with because uh, I haven't played that one. I almost played it when I was in uh, the uh, G-Test thingy. Uh, but it, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't pull the trigger on that one. Apparently, it's a very difficult game, but they nerfed it. But I don't know how bad they nerfed it. Uh, where, uh, I don't know, just kind of the whole bullet hell thing and a really difficult bullet hell and can't die on a stage and stuff like that. So I, I avoided that one. But I'm not sure. I think actually the one that's been on my console the longest is uh, uh, Hands of Fate. I think that was like the first games with gold game I ever got and I probably will never touch it but I thought it was really cool at the time that it was a free game (laughs) and then uh and so I've kept it there and I think it's a card game so that's exactly why I will never play it because uh it's a well let me let me try to sell you on that one a little bit uh so yeah it's a card (laughs) game but it's a hybrid so um it's random, so it's kind of a um, uh, roguelite-ish, sort of. Um, you can unlock pieces of armor the more you progress through the game so that you can get these random items to show up as you're progressing through. But the combat in the game, when you go to move to a card, is a little bit like Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Uh, you can roll out of the way, you can parry, um, I think you can, can you deflect arrows back at people i can't remember um it's not as good it's not as good as batman arkham or as uh, as good as like uh, assassin's creed but there is combat to it so it's not strictly a card game but there's cards yes but there are cards and it's random it's very random uh, by nature and um i i really enjoyed that game uh, i need to go back and finish it obviously tm but um yeah you might want to check it out all right there you go um, I guess that moves us into uh, Willin' and Dillin'. So, um, the weekly sales are up. Uh, hey, Elroy. Say yeah. say Sailway. Sailway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's your thing. <laughs> we we share we <laughs> share <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mister L, why don't you go first, man? Since you, you know, um, the this sale looks like it's a bunch of expansion DLCs and stuff. Oh, and man. I don't know, maybe just because it's a holiday, they really didn't <laughs> come out with anything. So on the dock, I wrote, it's all sh. And then I guess someone else wrote, and I eat that for breakfast. So yeah, <laughs> that is what I think of the Fantastic. sale this week. Fantastic contribution. Thank you. Um, <laughs> if only Dino Bull was here to add on to that. Uh, so, <laughs> Brett Rocker, wow. Uh, wow. I say you weren't. Imp- <laughs> I say you weren't impressed either. I was not. Uh, I, I will okay. be eating my Wheaties for breakfast. But yeah, it's it's all poop. Uh, all right. 
Well, I mean, did y'all see the DayZ Livonia uh, DLCs on sale? Oh, I mean, boy, I retract yeah. my statement. Yeah, you can, oh, you can man. go back well, and relive the magic. First, uh, if you're going to play Zeros, I know that's the game <laughs> you've been dying to play the most. And then DayZ Livonia? What? Yeah, and uh, I saw one game on there. It was called The Padre. And I, all I could think is, why didn't they call it El Padre or The Father? <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, The Padre. I don't know. Koosh. Give, give the people some. Okay. Well, number one, uh, at the time that we're looking at this, the sales are not on TA, so we can't do our usual sort by uh, percentages or anything like that, and it doesn't split it out into what's DLC and what's uh, you know an add-on item and all that garbage versus actual games. But, yeah, it's, um, it's not great, uh, and, and that gives me hope that we're going to get a, a, a huge Xbox announcement really soon. Uh, and this is like, uh, you know, they saved all their good stuff for later this month. Um, I actually looked at the Padre too. It looks scary. So I don't think I'm going to get that. <laughs> but um, what I did notice um, when I was looking at the sales on Cheap Ass Gamer uh, on Bloomy, um, he's, he's a guy that uh, used, <laughs> way back when, way back when, really? uh, way back yeah. when we, we used to take screenshots of all the sales from Bloomy's posts. Like he, he had this thing that parsed the sales and then TA got wind of it. Eventually they added their stuff. So we had to go old school and go back to Bloomy's page uh, to get the sales this week. And um, what I noticed is after that, after going through that huge list and not really finding much I wanted to talk about, there was a post that said that the Titan quest expansions are on sale uh, for the first time. And so if you know anything about Titan quest, it's kind of like an old school Diablo two type uh, dungeon crawler. Uh, and the DLCs are each $20. They are currently both on sale for $14 each. So not a huge sale, but it is notable because it's the first time they've been on sale. So that's the only thing I'm going to mention this week. And that took a long time to get to. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I might check out Titan quest. Uh, I'm always down for a crawler. So, uh, I guess the contest, there was no uh, happenings on the Game Pass this, uh, that had been announced recently? Mm. Nothing been added? Nothing taken away? Maybe part of that announcement New Super yes. Lucky's Tale. <laughs> New Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah. No, if something's yeah, leaving, Goner. Goner. Goner is leaving. Goner's going to be. Goner is Goner. Goner. Oh, that's appropriate. Goner. Eight days. <laughs> and what else? It's Goner. Nobody ever knew her. All that stuff. So, uh, Shoot, I need to contest. play that. Contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. So, uh, P-Tart, uh, she has her Pretty. annual birthday bash. So, uh, when's that uh, end? Uh, uh, tonight. <laughs> like a couple hours from now. <laughs> so, if you're hearing my voice, tra- jump in your time machine, um, whether it be a hot tub or not, and travel back in time and knock out some points for her because, uh, you know, it's the right thing to do. So I guess the winners will be announced in the next one. That yeah, just no uh, matter when you hear this, just uh, ping her and tell her happy birthday. It doesn't matter yeah. if this is March frame. That's okay. Uh, just just go ahead and do it. Hmm. Well, yeah, uh, she would appreciate that. Uh, Nate, what about the gamer tag challenge? So uh, last month is now last month. So uh, that was the hack and pwn gamer tag and we uh you know because of the way timing works out we didn't get around to announcing the draws but we're doing it now um we had 24 participants with 153 uh raw entries from just the letters uh 10 people did the bonus game 
uh, or had already completed it. We had 29 entries in the bonus achievements, which were for uh, achievements that kind of looked like a password that met certain password criteria. Um, actually, 32 of those were entered. Only 29 were valid. And in total, we had 302 draws. And our winner is Northern Lass. Now, the interesting thing about Northern Lass is that Nicely she... Done. Yeah, every every month she knocks this thing out. She she does the gamer tag, she does the bonus, and she does a bunch of uh, bonus achievements as well. Uh, she did not get the most bonus achievements this month, though. That went to Alex R. Davies with five, and all of my browsers have just crashed. That's going to make the rest of this very interesting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, she was just beneath that, and she also tied with I want to say Saucy Slingo for four bonuses. Uh, as well. So congratulations to Northern Lass. All right. Fantastic. Uh, congrats. And uh, that takes us to our uh, patron drawing. Yeah. So it looks like for the month of August, the patron drawing winner is. Thank oh, you. Boy, boy. Cowboy Killer 360. All right. Congratulations, my man. Somebody will be reaching out to you very soon unless you reach out to us first. So uh, congratulations on that. Just to remind you, we do draw monthly uh, from our pool of patrons uh, for a nice little gift. Uh, And as always, thank you for supporting us uh, with your monies. Thank you, Mr. Cowboy Killer. Killer of Cowboys. All right. It's Brad Camp. Now, a reminder, if you want to be on our radar for Milestones, then please friend the TA profile, AH101, and it's number 4639. So if you don't hear your your Milestone, then chances are we didn't like it or uh, you didn't friend us. No, we probably liked it, though, because there's a lot of them here. All right. I am going to go for completions here. Uh, I need to go pee has reached a new milestone of 80 completed games. I'm not sure how many of those are uh, Rattalakas or not, um, but surely at least a couple of them are. Uh, Saban Rothschild has reached a new milestone of 230 completed games. Uh, Mike Pitch has reached a new milestone of 470 completed games in DP73, 510 completed games. This guy again. Uh, Blue Thunder, 7398, 540 completed games. Well, guess what, Blue Thunder? El Roy OMJ has 685. Love that so guy. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Pru has 750. And Toad Style Venom tops the charts with 930 completed games. That's fantastic. Oh, man, I get to go again. So uh, we got the completion percentage. Uh, Fug has 64% um, <laughs> out of 24,000 achievements, apparently. And then Mike Pitch has 75% out of less one, less achievements to choose from. MDP73 has 87%. That's pretty cool. And then P-Tart has 96%. She is definitely that completionist. Now, she talked about it on uh, Milestone Musings, and she is not playing around. 96%. Congrats, Peter. On to streaks. 
we have Triple Triad 777. Uh, despite winning a contest over the past however many days, uh, <laughs> he just hit a 10-day achievement win streak, along with Hawkeye Berry and 20, P-Tart, Al, uh, XLAX Jester, Cabo, uh, and that's it uh, for 10-day streaks. And I promise I'm going to stop reading those next year. <laughs> uh, X the Hero hit 25 days along with Vulgar Latin. Uh, the Alpha Seagulls at 100 days. Uh, Chesno hit 250 day achievement win streak. And Elro Omen J, uh, 1,125. Oh, Prue at 1,650. Uh, just a little bit different. We have achievement win streaks. MDP 73 is at 500 achievements. Seamus McLimey at 6,500. Chesno at 4,000. And Triple Triad 777 will not reach a two month streak with Elroy's belt. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had it for eight months. Ball's in your court. Just saying. Elroy's calling you Not a try-hard. Wow. <laughs> uh, some last-minute additions here. Uh, achievements 1, Chesno hit 6,500, and Fighter Chip hit 23,500. In gamer score, we have the Alpha Seagull with 40,000, AZ Mongoose with 160,000, Alex R. Davies with 170,000, Northern Lass with 460,000, Prue with 870,000 and Toad Style Venom with 930,000. In TA score, we have Alex R. Davies with a new milestone of 330,000. I'm giving someone some time to type in later on. Northern Last has 650,000. <laughs> the Joe Dean has 760,000. Icefire TN, not in TN, is 820,000. What the fuck with 830,000. Bastion Reader with 920,000. And Blue Thunder 7398 has reached a new milestone of 1,400,000 true achievement score, which is less than Elroy's 1.5 million. Should be noted, apparently. <laughs> yeah, who's done your thunder now? All right. All right. In leaderboards, X the Hero is now in the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for visual novels. Wow. Nicely done, X. Oh, our good friend Lady Licky is now in the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for getting action. Nice. <laughs> Chesno is now in the top 2,000 of the England Gamer Sport <laughs> leaderboard. As well as the England Gamer Score leaderboard for Metroidvanias. As well as the top 1,000 for the England Gamer Score leaderboard for Managements. Oh, Chesno. Koshmos is now in the top 2,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard on TA. And that's pretty freaking great. Koosh, nicely done. Cool. Wheezy Fuzz is in the top 10, <laughs> in the top 10 of the Wisconsin Gamer Score leaderboard for Management. Koosh, that was your line. On a Tuesday. Okay. Wow. The day changed. Blue Thunder 7398, where have I heard that name before, is now in the top five of the Missouri <laughs> Completed Games leaderboard. In which case, if Elroy moved to Missouri, it would be much less, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe in the top six. Def- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kingsman 2625 is now in the top 20 of the Washington Gamer Score leaderboard for Stealth. Wonderful. Philip Wendell is now in the top 50 of the Georgia Gamer Score leaderboard. Uh, if anyone cares about uh, P-Tart's real birthday, it is actually September 8th. But when this comes out, uh, you can wish her a belated birthday or just wish her a birth- uh, happy birthday all year, as uh, as Rocker says. <laughs> That's fine, too. Uh, in our community spotlight, we have a newcomer, E.L. Sock, 
who has 90 completions, a 50-day achievement win streak, a 500 achievement win streak, 75 achievement, uh, 7,500 achievements won, and 280,000 TA score. So welcome aboard EL Sock, and thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> before we go, I wanted to quickly mention something I forgot about earlier, is that uh, on both Thursday night after Tony Hawk and Friday night after uh, the Tony Hawk stream that uh, Rocker and Kenny did, we played Rocket League, and holy cow, Rocket League is the is the game to play at 1 a.m. when everyone is delirious and it's just nonstop laughter. So if anyone ever wants to play that, it's 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 always a game where you don't play it for a couple months and then you come back, you're like, wow, how come we don't play this all the time? Even uh, Rocket participated. Tip, I, I did, and pro tip, if you want to win, just make sure... Fighter chip is not on your team. You'll be wow. good. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. Yeah, chip is pretty yeah. terrible at most things. And in our other community spotlight, our good friend Mental Knight asked me to specially tell all of you that he reached the gamer score of 696969. Oh, and what achievement did he do this on, my friends? Well, none other than acquired taste in strawberry vinegar. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's also in the top 500 of the uh, TA leaderboards now. Great. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's all the time we have this week. Um, you can uh, find us at all the places. Uh, you can find us on Twitch. Uh, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, uh, just uh, search for H101. Or we're also on iHeartRadio. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, so uh, oh, right. thank you, gentlemen, for uh, having <laughs> me uh, in tonight. And uh, um, until next week, uh, class is dismissed. This is what it's like when worlds collide. All right, everyone. Good show, good show, good show. Really enjoyed that one. Really glad that it was a slow news week, and we were able to dive into all the games. And Extra, extra, read all about it! Wait, 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 wait. hold up. What's this? Xbox Series S has been announced? Extra, extra, read all about it! The Xbox Series X price just got announced? What the heck? We, we, just, we just recorded a panel. We can't go back and do it. Stop, mother. This always happens. It always happens. As soon as we're done recording, all the news comes out. What the You son of a Xbox. I hate this. Achievement Hunting 101 has moved the recording date to Tuesday. Hello and welcome to a special mini CCC update where I can now reveal the winner of the King of the Red Ring tournament. After five long weeks of 32 competitors battling it out in head-to-head -head matches, it finally came down to just two people, Mental Knight and Mr. P-Tart. And after some truly amazing scoring, I can now reveal that the winner is Mental Knight, with 36,000 points to Mr. P-Tart's 10,439. But rather than just hearing it from me, let's hear it from the man himself. Welcome, Mental Knight, and congratulations on your more than deserving win. Thank you, thank you so much for having me here. Now, 
I'm going to start by reading off some of your stats from the competition so that we can all sit in awe of the truly epic numbers that you produced. Oh, geez. Awe might be the word. We'll see. I don't know a lot of them. Are you sitting comfortably? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, for anyone who is unfamiliar, we had a, a unique scoring mechanism for the King of the Red Ring. Scoring was based on gamer score, but for certain games, we added a multiplier. Anything uh, with a low gamer score got a four times gamer score, so most of that was the 200 pointers. Uh, anything with a medium amount of gamer score uh, got a two times multiplier, which mostly impacted the 400 pointers. And then anything that was backwards compatible got a uh, 1.5 multiplier. 1.25 in addition. Anything that was non-backwards compatible got a 1.25 multiplier. <laughs> you, you think I know this by now. <laughs> Bearing that in mind, on week one, you faced Little Hatton, Little Hatton 90, who actually put in some decent score, actually, uh, some of the better score of the competition. He put in uh, 3,728 points, but you annihilated him with 7,650, and you did that with... 4,405 gamer score over 23 different games. And that's just week one, okay? (laughs) That's just the beginning. Week two, you took on Freaky Row, who is a pretty respectable scorer, and he got 6,374. But you annihilated him with 9,656. And that was across 21 different games and 6,525 gamer score. Round three got a bit interesting because you went up against Retro Chief and Retro Chief had actually eliminated the community's top pick for the overall winner of the contest, Chesno. And he got 5,718. But you annihilated him with (laughs) 11,340. In fact, there's a bit of a pattern of you pretty much doubling everyone's score. And that was with 29 different games. And in that case, it was only 3,780 gamer score, which meant you were pulling in quite a lot of the multiplayer games there, quite a lot of the smaller arcade games, because there's a bigger ratio between your game score and and the King of the Red Ring points. And then, semi-final week, you faced MDP 73. Oh, yeah, I guess I did, didn't (laughs) I? Yeah, but it looks like all of your big scoring up until that point uh, had got him a little bit scared because... He just pulled in 470 points. He just couldn't play with the big boys at that stage. And you could have played it safe, knowing that. But you didn't, did you? I I played it extremely safe. <laughs> you hit 13,180 points, which was from 7,630 game score across 29 different games. So, yeah, you won that one. Well, that's not taking any chances, so that seems safe to me. You annihilated him. <laughs> and then we hit the final against Mr. Petart, who no one, literally no one, had tipped to make it past round one, well, apart from his wife, who only tipped him to make it up to round two. And he actually put in a really respectable performance. He got 10,439. Yeah, he was your biggest opponent, biggest scoring opponent. And uh, there was actually a pattern leading up to the final. I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, you probably noticed. You were the one doing it. Where you earned around 7,000, then around 9,000, 
then around 11,000, and then 13. And quite a few people were predicting that you were going to shoot for 15,000. It would make sense, right? <laughs> and if you'd done that, you would have still won against Mr. Petart's 10,000. It would have been a bit close. Yeah, it would have been a bit close. And, and actually, you know, he had conceded by the last couple of days because... Right. Yeah, because you weren't hitting 15,000. In fact, you passed 15,000 yeah. on, I think, day two. He, he probably could have done 20 if I had done 15. Mm. I'll give him that. What did you end up with in that final week, mental? You know, I think it was somewhere around the, the 30,000s. You know exactly what it was because you hit <laughs> you hit thirty six thousand points bang on the nose, which is not an easy thing to do, bearing in mind all of the multiplier shenanigans we had going on. So that's three six zero zero zero. Very fitting end to the contest. <laughs> yeah. My last week projection just kept rising. I'm like, wow, I think I can do twenty three in the last week and then another week of preloading goes by I'm like I think I can do 25. I think I can do 30. And then literally three in the morning on the day of, I'm like, wait a minute. I can't just do 36,000 something. I might as well hit 36,000 even for the 360. And so that's kind of what I spent my Sunday doing is hitting it even yeah. instead. And, you know, and if that number isn't enough, isn't big enough, you did that by earning 16,835 game score in a week. Mm. And you did that across ninety nine zero different games. It's it's just truly incredible these numbers. So I've I've done a bit of crunching here, and I can tell you that over the five weeks of the tournament, you earned a total of seventy seven thousand eight hundred and twenty six points, which you did with thirty nine thousand one hundred and seventy five gamer score. Wow! Across 1,550 achievements in 147 different games. That's just truly insane. And not only did you do that, but you also managed to complete 29 of those games. <laughs> I mean, that's like the type of scoring that people would be proud of across, I don't know, a year, right? Actually, yeah, I kind of am when you put it that way. <laughs> And to be fair, a lot of the games you played and the achievements you earned were overall a lower ratio because you were going for quantity, right, over quality for the most part. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a gamer score contest and gamer scores for babies. But you did actually pull in some quite high ratio stuff. So uh, Wits and Wages stands out uh, as being a fairly high ratio. And also Injustice, the hoarder achievement in Injustice got you an 8.88 ratio amongst all of the literal thousands of achievements that you were pulling in okay well, those are both idling <laughs> i'm a really good idler yeah so you mentioned preloading there and i'm guessing a lot of this was a lot of setup uh that you had to do did you do a lot of setup leading into the contest yeah after after gtask uh, 2018 and then gtask 2019 i knew like this is unhealthy this is it. I'm never going to do anything like this again. Um, but I do want to focus on 360. So then Vulgar comes up with this honestly pretty awesome idea to give the 360 some more worth and give those tiny little games some more worth. Awesome idea. Great job, Vulgar. Uh, and I thought, well, hey, that's what I'm doing anyway. So let's just be a part of the community and whatever. Go along with it. 
get up and go crazy. But uh, I guess that's just not in me. So, like I announced to everyone, the single elimination um, aspect of it really scared me. Unlike a G task, like I can't just float above the crowd. I, like I have to beat this one person, and this one person mm-hmm. might be the first or second or third highest scorer in the competition. You didn't have an easy road. Uh, your matchups were the highest scoring on both sides for most <laughs> yeah. weeks, right? Most of your opponents were the second or third highest scoring people in that week. Yep. So you you knocked out some pretty hefty competitors. Well, I said, tell you what, I'm just gonna plan and compile some material and i'm just going to use my week one on one and two on two and three on three and not vary from that and definitely told myself i'm not going to preload i'm done with that uh, <laughs> i'm going to enjoy my games i'm not just going to shoot in and, and skip everything and suck up all the score real quick but th- that changed immediately as, as soon as like midweek one hatton was like man i think i, I think you got me beat like, oh well, I guess maybe I could pull back and set some stuff aside, and then it was all over, and I was just preloading every week. <laughs> and people were like, oh, don't waste all your good stuff. I'm like, I'm not wasting my good stuff. Week five is full. I can't fit anymore in week five. So I'm just using up what I have because we still like to score. We're still a community of people who like to get achievements, right? So I got them lined up. I'm going to get them. I'm just going to leave the end off of most of them throw them at nice. week five. So you've got a bit of a reputation in the community already, and that kind of showed in some of the brackets that came across. Chesno was by far the most popular pick uh, for the uh, brackets yeah. that people submitted, but you came uh, second with that. So five out of 20 people who submitted brackets had you in the final, and four of those predicted you would win. So High Road, Chip... Fug and myself all guessed correctly, and Benel72 had you losing against Death Dealers in the final. Most people had you losing to Chesno actually in the third round, but with him going out, I think that really uh, ruined most people's brackets. That really changed things up for me too. I I really yeah. expected to see him in uh, in week three, and I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure of my prospects in the whole contest because of the nature of it, but that changed things so one of the, one of the people who didn't have you in the final hmm. was yourself okay so uh you didn't uh you didn't pick yourself for a winner well i wasn't that confident i suppose it is uh more hedging my bets than anything or for a moment there uh appearing uh humble and then deciding i'll just go braggadocious for the rest of the month <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about your actual experience with the the games themselves, right? Uh, You played quite a few of them, as we've established. Did anything particularly stand out to you as as a good game, a good all 360 game to play? Actually, I I liked a lot of them. Um, I had passed over the Burger King games a bunch of times. Like, I have to remind myself like wait what's this i've never heard oh right the burger king games right got it got it okay i don't want those those are garbage but with the value that they had in this contest i kind of reassessed I'm like okay yeah i'll check it out and i had fun sneak king is better than i thought and i don't even like stealth and uh pocket bite racer was great i like a lot of kitty games 
Disney and Pixar games. Um, and I actually really liked, uh, was it the U-Draw, uh, Marvel comic combat. I would have never gotten a U-Draw tablet if it weren't for this competition. Wait, wait, wait. You, you sought out a U-Draw tablet just for this? Oh, sure. I sought out quite a bit just for this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't pretty. You saw it. Oh, yeah. I spent every night trying to tally up your score. I saw it. I saw a lot of it. <laughs> like, I bean-dived a ton before this and got just about every Xbox, especially Xbox Live Arcade game that interested me at all. Then went back through it with another fine-tooth comb um, through this lens of, well, what score is it worth for this tournament? So, yeah, I, I completely broke everything. Like, that's <laughs> not what you're supposed to do. That's not how people have fun. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll buy this just for the competition. The U-Draw was great. It was easier and cheaper to get than I thought, and the Marvel one is great. Uh, Rango was a fun little game. Uh, better than I thought it would be. A nice little uh, third-person shooter platformer. Nice little story. That was week one. I think that was the last time I just played a game legit and enjoyed it and didn't skip all the scenes. <laughs> did anything, uh, on the flip side of that, did anything stand out to you as particularly awful? Did you uh, have to put anything down or, or just really <laughs> force yourself to play through something? I, I don't remember anything all too terrible. I think I'm I'm very forgiving. I think I like games more than than people would guess. I I like a lot of things. I did have some crazy experiences. I mean, I thought Mortal Kombat, uh, the trilogy collection, I thought that would be just quick in and out. Yeah, I remember Mortal Kombat. I can beat these games easily. No, not at all. So that was a a week five part of the plan. So it was supposed to be great score, real quick. Just go in, beat one, beat two, beat three, and then get the achievement for each of those, and then and the achievement for beating all three. And uh, that that broke me. <laughs> like, wow, this one's so hard. I'm using the guide to try and use those strategies on the boss. Finally got three, but it took me like an hour instead of a half an hour. I'm like, wow, this is really not panning out. And I'm on tilt now and not just moving on to the next thing. Now I'm really determined to get this. Finally got three and said, well, forget, forget one then. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Well, now I'm behind because it was like late Saturday and, and I'm really trying to hit my goals for Sunday. I'm like, great. Now, now I'm behind. And then I pop in, um, time pilot, which I had predicted I can only get two achievements quick and easy. And I got like six or seven. Like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. So it's just funny. Sometimes I did so much horror at this than I thought I would and then so much better at this than I thought I would and it evened out. I love the fact that you had the win in the bag. <laughs> there was no question but you were stressing about the fact that you were going to hit your, your exact final score or not rather than the fact that you were going to win or lose. Uh, they don't call me reasonable mate. Okay, so with this audacious stomping the foot down laying it all out there win you have got the opportunity now to take on our new CCC champion, Triple Triad 777, uh, Rumble winner, Elroy D-Belter. <laughs> yes. In an as-yet unannounced challenge in October, how will you be preparing yourself for October? Are you going to spend the rest of this month? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of bad timing. I 
finally have to admit to myself again, this is nuts. I go too nuts with these. I am never going to say I'm going to do the best I can at this competition again because we've seen the best I can do and it's not pretty. That has to be the end for me. But, uh, you know, you can throw something at me and triple triad and I won't ignore it. You know, if you say you play music games, I'll try and play some music games, but I'm not going to plan and prep and go all out ever again. It's, I'm not a good person when I do. Okay. I'm, I'm writing this down so that we have it on record. I mean, you said it, so it's on record. So we'll, we'll see what October holds. <laughs> But yeah, we don't we don't want you going crazy, too crazy. Yeah, anymore. We'll keep it reasonable. Don't worry. <laughs> although, although to be fair, we were keeping it reasonable. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah, we were the ones uh, going what? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So from my perspective, I just wanted to say thank you, Mental, for making this a truly awe-inspiring tournament. You did something I don't think anyone thought was possible. Stomped on all over the competition, all over the tournament, pulled in score, just insane amounts of numbers. Uh, Do you have any final words? Well, thank you so much, Vulgar, for an awesome idea. Thank you, Chewie, for running it and all that work. There were definitely times when I was having so much fun knowing how much work I was making for you. Uh, that was a cherry on top okay well mental again thank you very much for joining me and we'll see you on the flip side thank you take it easy Hey guys, so Elroy and I are going to do a game swap. Spoilers, and it involves us. Uh, we haven't done game swap in a while, uh, but we, we've mixed up the format a little bit. We've, we've tweaked and revised, so if you weren't a fan of the original format, just give this one another shot. Let us know what you think. Lara Croft in a field. Croft in a field. Marcus Phoenix in a kitchen. Marcus Phoenix in a kitchen. Candleman in the dungeon. Candleman in the dungeon. Barbie taken over from Master Barbie Chief. Barbie over from Master Chief. They be swapping games, 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 they be swapping games! Disclaimer. All children and events in this segment are entirely fictional. Any resemblance to actual children who burned in the bowels of hell or who were consumed by monsters, both living or dead, is entirely coincidental. All right, game swap. Let's do this, X. Yeah, How you on, doing, man? on that note, man, it's hard to <laughs> oh, follow that up. That I'm good. Quite... It's been a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't just... even know how long. A while. Yeah, so that's. Uh, I mean, especially for game swap. So, um, I'm not sure which number this is. Probably four ish. I uh... think this is game swap five, but I'll be honest, I don't remember. Yeah, I know I did uh, gears and overcooked, and then. Uh, Rise, Son of the Devil, and oh, I have yeah. a file called Game Swap Three, and <laughs> I maybe this is number four. All um, right, but well, uh, yeah, yeah just that... just give it another shot. If you if you heard the disclaimer and you've made it this far, we did uh, tweak the format up a little bit um, to fine tune and streamline some things. So hopefully you guys like this one better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for those of you that have no idea what we're even talking about uh, with what is this Game Swap you speak of. Uh, well, GameSwap is where we uh, 
we swap games. games. Yeah, we swap games, and they be swapping games. They be and they be games. swapping games. They be yeah. swapping games. <laughs> right. So uh, we the new format is we used to both choose two, but uh, now we're both choosing one and forcing the other one to kind of work uh, the uh, the game into the game. So yeah, basically, I, in, instead of it just being me being very self indulgent and then Elroy also <laughs> being very self indulgent, we. We kind of just decided to let's screw each other, but not in like the you know the marital affair way, just just the game swap way. So, uh, Elroy, what game did you choose for me to work with? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I have chosen a classic, a true classic for you to work with. Uh, it is no other than the fifth and final video game based on the Zumba program that was released. And night in 2013 on November 1913. Yeah. Wow, you not, are old. Not uh, not 1913, but November 19th, 2013. It's a game that was aimed at children and middle-aged chivo hunters. The game is Zumba Kids. See what I'm working with, guys. You see why I disappeared <laughs> from the podcast for so long. Um, so, so, what game will these uh, children be? Uh, 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 indulged, uh, <laughs> engulfed into. Uh, that was that was a nice uh, play on words, and you kind of alluded <laughs> to mine uh, in your disclaimer. But I gave Elroy something much more palatable than Zumba Kids. Uh, Elroy is going to be swapping it with Diablo Three. Uh, I think awesome. there's a subtitle. I don't remember. Was it Reaper of Souls, <laughs> Ultimate Evil Edition? If we want to yeah, go Diablo yeah. Three, he has Diablo yeah, Three, ch- Killer of Children. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what that means is is that. I am stuck with my Zumba Kids uh, game, and I just lose all my characters. All my main characters, which are little children, are gone away, and they are replaced with the main characters from X's game, which is uh, seven different uh, uh, heroes, if you will, with different abilities and skills. So... um, that that is what I will be talking about is those seven individuals inside the Zumba Kids world, <laughs> and then conversely, obviously, <laughs> I have the world of Sanctuary and Diablo. You know, towns taken over by demons. Uh, with how many? How many kids in the game? Uh, I would say the probably about fifteen of them. I would say yeah. so. You know, world taken over by hell. Fifteen moderately physically fit kids who can dance. <laughs> so I have to play That's Diablo fair. with. Preteens, there you are. <laughs> oh yeah. So I will. Right. Uh, I'll go ahead and get the party started. Yeah. Tell us about uh, Diablo then. All right. So we all know Diablo's gameplay. I've actually talked about it on this podcast a few times, and I think everyone knows Diablo at this point. So I need not do it again. But I will give a Sparknotes version just as a refresher and as a formality. It is a dungeon crawler, and you kill hordes of demons and undead. So in a sense, <laughs> foof, it's a lot like Doom. <laughs> but, uh, this is normally, just like it. <laughs> so normally you kill these thousands upon thousands of enemies playing as a Nephilim, which is a half angel, half demon demigod, basically, with a specific set of abilities that cater to one of seven classes that Elroy alluded to. I won't name them all and steal his thunder, um, but they're all designed to kick demon ass. That is their sole purpose is demon ass a kicking. So... <laughs> It's not going to work out very well with some <laughs> what? moderately no, physically fit preteens who can dance. Um, well, well <laughs> the, the the goal here is uh, is to get the Chivos. So, oh, um, don't worry. We talk about that. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know I'm if you just, wanted to I'm go into saying, the Chivos it's, now. I'm just saying, it's going to be a, a very limited... 
a very limited uh, bleep bloop <laughs> potential. So, uh, yeah, these, well, these sometimes 15... it's, it's quality over quantity. Sometimes that's you know. Well, I don't. The fifteen kids aren't faring very well, but I'm getting ahead of myself, right? Um, also, random question, but like, why do demons and why do they speak in Latin? Did am I the only one that's ever wondered that? Because you figure like God and angels and Satan. Um, you know, they've been around for much longer than Latin, so you have this primeval was speaking in, you know, whatever language for millennia, and then all of a sudden, like, 600 BC, he's just like, oh, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for! <laughs> Latin, baby! Demons, transcribe everything we have, we only speak Latin, and we will only appear to people if they summon us in Latin. When we possess people, they will speak in tongues in Latin. Why? <laughs> Like these are legitimate questions. Why did why uh, why better better than pig Latin, I suppose? But yeah, that's Ugh, uh, pig Latin. <laughs> you bring a valid point to the table that I had never thought about, but now I will. But like seriously, you know, prime evil around for millennia. Just sudden, I'm going to speak Latin, but mm-hmm. whatever. So <laughs> for our uh, game swap veterans, you know, we start off with um, some obstacles. I almost said we start off with veterans. For our game swap noobs, we still. Start off with obstacles. Um, so what are some obstacles for my kids running around in Sanctuary? Well, obviously mm. it's the hordes of demons and undead. Have I mentioned that those <laughs> exist in abundance around these parts? <laughs> but uh, anyway, you, you've you played Diablo 3, right, Elroy? I oh, absolutely, you said that's yeah. one of the few, like, you yes. know, real games you enjoy. That You are absolutely correct. I used to think I was good at that game, and then I realized quickly when I... Um, <laughs> when I saw how uh, Exprovos played it, that I didn't know anything <laughs> about that game, so I thought I knew that game though. He he definitely knows what he's doing, but uh, yeah. I think Kelsey and I made it through on expert in co-op, so I think we know what we're doing too. But uh, uh, okay. Anyway, for those of you who have played the game, you know where it starts off. If you haven't played the game, you start off outside of a town. You are basically summoned in um, very <laughs> shortly outside of a town that is being overrun by. Demons and the undead. Demons and Zomzoms, right, obviously. What else would it possibly be? Because there's a lot of them. Have I, I think I've mentioned that a couple times now. Um, mm-hmm. So you start the game, you fight your way through, you know, a couple Zomzoms, and you get to the safety of town, and everyone there is just terrified because, you know, those undead hordes that I've mentioned are, are right outside this very, like, crappy built wall. Um, so quite frankly, I don't think these kids are even going to make it to town Unless they're getting killed and transformed into zombies, and then they're making it to town, you know, to to eat brains. So I, I feel like it's game over within thirty seconds, even if all fifteen of them. Can just... I give my analogy? Can I give my analogy? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so uh, we were talking about this in uh, in text chat. So um, <laughs> I likened it to I'm sure you've seen those uh, Planet Earth series, and so you know those freaking turtles that like lay all these eggs on the beach. And then they go back in the water and they're like, not my problem. And then all of a sudden the eggs all hatch and it's not a very well kept secret because every freaking predator is in the area and there's like (laughs) all these birds and there's these poor little baby sea turtles that are emerging out of the ground and just hoofing it for the safety of the ocean. That's kind of what we got a situation of here. So that's that's a really good analogy, actually. (laughs) Well, thank Um, you. You know, a random uh, educational portion, but it's <laughs> it's very sad. Um, in in Australia, in particular, 
where the baby sea turtles are, you know, laid on the beach, their instinct after they hatch from their egg is to go towards the light because that's where the moon is and that will lead them to the water. That's safety. Hmm. Follow the light. Just natural instinct tells them that. Except now the cityscape, the skylights and the buildings and all that is brighter than the moon. So about 60% of the baby turtles actually walk away from the beach into town and then get stepped on and run over by cars and fall in sewer gates and drown and... Yeah, it's actually, it's really sad. As you laugh, you monster. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the, the the rural life is not for everyone, you know. So maybe that was their big chance, you know, to make it big in the city, you know. they. You know. But they die, they die, they die, just like these kids would do. Um, but yeah, there's there's some cities that when it's sea turtle hatching time, they will actually, they'll go dark so that the turtles will see the moon and go in the water. And, and that makes me happy because we like turtles here. But uh, yeah, I like turtles. I like toitles. Anyway, back on topic. So we, we've sort of left out where we, just me, because you're not talking. Um, when you die in co-op in Diablo, you, you know, you just sort of float in limbo for 10, 15 seconds, and then you can spawn on your ally. So there's these 15 kids. Uh, as long as one of them at any given time is alive for 15, 16 seconds, they can sort of just create this trail of dead bodies as they just very slowly <laughs> res back towards town. Um, I don't know how that works, quite frankly, but it works in the game, so it works with the kids, uh, unless they're on hardcore mode, because then there's no chance, and then they're all dead. Uh, okay, so let me let me be Diablo's advocate here. So <laughs> that was that was great, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so, all right, I my from my recollection, you don't actually run into any enemies until you get to the wagon in front of town where everyone's like, oh my gosh, they're all coming now. And then like uh, all the zombies come piling in. So if I'm correct there, if you're not killing anything before that, and if you were, there's only like maybe two things. I'm pretty sure you drop and then you walk and then there's one or two zombies Mm -hmm. and then you go a little further and then you're at the cart outside of town. Okay, so you don't think of those 15 children who are trained in the styles of Brazilian funk, Polynesian, Celtic, bluegrass, California grab-ass, jive, axe, Wait, jazz. California grab-ass? <laughs> okay, you caught that one. I thought I'd slide <laughs> that one by you. And African and disco, that not any of those 15 children would be able to slip by two zombies and hide behind the cart and let the townspeople do what townspeople do. Um... No, no, I don't. But wouldn't the zombie like be consuming like? Pro- There's one of them that's like this little chunky boy, and I uh, bless his heart, he's trying his best, but he would be quite a meal. And so I think that would you know keep one at least one of those two zombies occupied for a little while, while you know the other fourteen are you know making a break for it because clearly they don't have to be you know faster than the zombies they just have to be faster than that chubby kid that's uh, in the wipeout uh, video uh no my, my answer remains the same no <laughs> oh, partially because I'm, I'm getting a, a little out of sequence here but because like the zombies when they do their zombie walk they kind of look like they're dancing so these kids might be like oh dancing partners <laughs> and they're just gonna stand there and dance while the zombie gets closer and like oh they want to go in for a you know a duet a partner's dance and then brains we know how that ends <laughs> But okay, I'm, I'm glad you brought up all those skills and dance moves that I, <laughs> especially the California grab ass. Yeah, you, you thought you were you were clever, but uh... <laughs> I thought I thought I would get that one by. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, what, what do the kids even do other than dance? You know, speaking of fighting and all that, like, how is Zumba going to help you fight demons and zombies? <laughs> well, and again, it's it's not going to. And and this is my swap. Feel free to disagree. Um, but I, it, it's not. They're going to die. So I'm just going to skip over that aspect. Um, and I'm just going to go with the whole respawning thing. They make it safely into town. Um, so now we have... <laughs> apparently 14 relatively fit and one little chubby kid uh zumba <laughs> knowing kids in a town surrounded by zombies and demons I, I think probably like hordes of them um so what use can they possibly make of their zumba skills and i think this is going in a direction that you are not expecting and i say that oh, to boy, elroy and everybody uh, what sorry. can they do with their zumba skills and obviously it's to become zumba dance instructors in new tristram I did not see that coming. Because I don't, yeah, I, I didn't think he did. But I don't know about you. If I'm going to die, if I'm about to become zombie chow to the multiple hordes, uh, I might as well learn how to dance, right? So so you're, so you're in a town of relatively fit people that have survived and who are fighting to stay alive and, uh, you know, fighting for food and, and nourishment, they're going to take up Zumba? That is absolutely correct. <laughs> is this to get their mind off of their situation or do well that's funny that you mentioned that um elroy but answer me this before I, I get how many dances or how many dance classes rather have you been to as a married man surely kelly kelly has dragged you to one oh well, if you didn't know actually uh, we're doing dance classes uh, we started in february and uh, we're uh quite adept at the uh the Roomba, not the Zumba, but the Roomba. <laughs> Isn't that a factor? Yeah, the the cha cha and uh, getting pretty dangerous with the waltz and the swing at this point. So, but yes, uh, I've been to quite a few dance uh, lessons. Uh, and and how long are these dance lessons? Uh, they're usually an hour. And does it feel like a really slow hour or a really fast hour? Ah. Uh, Sometimes it depends on the dance, but usually it goes rather quick. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to focus on those ones that seem like a really slow hour. Like, <laughs> I remember uh, one of my college professors, we had to fill out a survey, and on, you know, towards the end of the semester, and I put on the survey, the survey, the survey, <laughs> if I had one hour left to live, I would choose to spend it with Dr. Hogan, because that's the slowest hour of my life. <laughs> Nice. So I'm sort of going with that. These people, they're about to die. There's there's hordes of zombies outside, right? So they're facing imminent death. Um, they're going to go to one 60-minute dance class. That's probably all the time they have left, but it's going to feel like an eternity. Hmm. Yeah, so hmm. it's it's going to be like false promises of, of seemingly prolonging the townspeople's lives by having them attend dance classes. So the kids will, you know, make a killing because who doesn't want to seemingly live longer? Um Plus, eventually, someone, possibly a, a Nephilim, will show up and, you know, save the town, and then New Tristram is safe, and these kids already have an established business, and they just, <laughs> they just need to really, you know, pitch their not really life-prolonging, but seemingly life-prolonging services to just convince the terrified citizens that everything is going to be okay. Certain death is looming outside your window, but we can just ignore it, and I promise you'll be safe. Just come dance, you'll be safe because I said so. And if it works with Trump supporters, it can work with Zumba kids. So Diablo's uh, advocate here, um, wouldn't the, um, in the goal to get achievements though, so are they going to be able to get any achievements by starting this startup business and, um, you know, 
uh, embracing this uh, very risky startup in a town that is uh, doomed. <laughs> doomed, like like Foof thinks we're probably <laughs> like talking game. about. Yeah. Uh, well, that's funny because my next section is the achievement overview. So, oh, okay, okay. Despite okay. the successes of their dance class that prolongs life but doesn't actually really prolong life the reality is that achievements will be fairly limited but there will be some good ones so here's what i come up with um <laughs> at some point they will certainly need to use a merchant to repair an item so that's one achievement um we're gonna assume like to business... repair the dance user <laughs> yeah I, I don't know or a front door or something because people are so <laughs> eager to get in I, I don't know uh people just right. walk by and they you know bust open your treasure chests regardless of if it's in your house or not so yeah susceptible. Yeah. So that's one. I'm going to assume that business is booming, so they'll easily acquire 500,000 gold. So there's two. They can, you know, very likely craft uh, five and 100 items with this income. So now we're up to four. Uh, so that's that's it, actually. That leaves them with 80 gamer score and four achievements. Though if the town does get saved... Uh, some merchants and artisans will return to town, get it, you know, hustling and bustling again. Uh, they might encounter some gems. So there's two more achievements for 40 points, one for socketing a gem and one for combining two gems. So at most, we're talking six achievements for 120 gamer score for these these Zumba kids. Wow, that's not very good at all. No, it's, it's really not. Um, Any chance that uh, a couple of them, you know, like become apprentices to some of the more uh, uh, some of the adventurers in town and that they would eventually grow up because I mean there's old people in the city uh, in no, the town dance, dance so, class that's all they do if you guys know the episode <laughs> of Spongebob where he clears everything from his mind except fine dining and breathing that's mm-hmm. these kids all they have is Zumba and the Ethiopian slide and the Asian Python and <laughs> The Black Asian. Mamba. I don't, I don't know what any of these things are. Brazilian uh, Jiu-Jitsu, right? That's all, all right. they know. Dance. Dance and more dance. All right. But, uh, cool. Yeah, my, my final verdict, basically, I I wouldn't play. Uh, and I haven't named the game yet, so the name of the game I'm coming up with is um, Diablo 3, A Day in the Life of a New Tristram Zumba Instructor Edition. <laughs> That's very catchy. I thought so, yeah. So I, I hope that <laughs> me not play. naming it until the end uh, didn't build up any like false expectations. I wasn't going for anything fancy. This is mm-hmm. just building suspense. What's he going to call this game? Because, again, for you new people, I just punched myself in the head. Ouch. I don't know if you heard that. Um, mm-hmm. ow. Uh, we, we, we come up with names for our games. Um, but, no, this this sounds awful, the game, and the and it just – it. What would the gameplay even be? I didn't even talk about that. Is this a management game? Are you managing the dance shop? Are you, is it just a Zumba game on Connect with like terrified <laughs> citizens instead of like fit people in yoga pants and sports bras? Mm-hmm. Like what? What is? Is it still a hack and slash somehow? You hack and slash the dance moves. Either way, it, it sounds awful. Um, oh, and also the game is actually called Diablo Moving and Grooving because you didn't really <laughs> oh, think nice. I would go with something so awful and predictable, did you? <laughs> Diablo moving and grooving. Moving and grooving. That so, is awesome. That's all I got. No, this game, it would not work out very well. Your kids are dead, um, but then they'll get revived, <laughs> and then they'll be dance instructors, um, and then they'll be rich. So that's the American dream right there, man. Death awesome. and then wealth. Wow. I mean, I just never really thought of it that way. Yep. You got to <laughs> die to become rich. That's, that's how it works. All right. Well, fantastic. Well, that, that, um, that sounds a little, that that game sounds a bit creepy, but uh, I uh, 
creepy because there's, there's a bunch of like old people watching kids dance. But okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it's it's no more creepy than actually playing Zuma Kids as a forty year old that doesn't have kids uh, who dances alone in their in their house uh, watching little children on their screen dancing. Answer this no, question. No, um, nothing creepy about that, especially since a lot of them are kind of doing uh, dances that are not exactly uh, G rated. So. Yeah. Do, do you have pants on while you watch these dances? <laughs> I do. I you're do. in the clear. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. All you're right. good. Whew. Okay. So <laughs> you had me a little worried there. Gonna yeah, have to, I would, you know, well, file a Amanda uh, what mandated report thing. But well, in, in fairness, I would I would occasionally drag Kelly into the room just so I would feel like uh, nothing weird was going on. So <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm like, hey, look at me. I'm just dancing and. There's kids on the TV, and yeah, she's just like, that looks terrible. And I'm like, yep, it is. So, <laughs> all right, so mine. <laughs> I can picture that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Carry on, yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah. So, my wonderful game is called Diablo Dance Party. Not oh, to be confused yeah. with Diablo Moving and Grooving. Yeah, for sure. And so, mine is basically um, uh, some whimsical songs that have uh, the heroes from Diablo dancing to it. So let me tell you about the Chivos here. So on the front end, I got to tell you about them. So there's only six of them that are skill-based. So you can get an achievement for getting five five stars on one song, earning stickers and buttons for doing uh, five stars on all songs, uh, and then there's one for unlocking all bonus content, which you do for doing the same and then there's uh the infamous unlock all chivos chivo so that is 350 points so you have to basically five star every song if you want 350 points so that's the the main challenge uh the rest of them are quite easy uh there's three that are from creating playlists and they're combined 120 points uh basically you just pick a bunch of songs and you know, you don't even have to play them. You just pick them and put them in a playlist and, you know, yeah. boop, boop. Uh, there's those, one. Those gimme achievements that, that you <laughs> yeah, like exactly. so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then there's a bunch that are just from playing through the game, whether you suck or not. So if you're a terrible dancer and you just stand there and, you know, spin in a circle, you can net another 400 points, uh, which is, comes from just playing every song. Uh, there's three options. You can play like a, a dance party. There's a short party, a medium and long, kind of the Goldilocks type thing here going on. And so, uh, but 400 points for that, as well as playing for 12 hours in a month. Now, uh, the 12 hours in a month, of course, being very reasonable, given that uh, the heroes in Diablo are used to having a, you know, 60 to 80 hour adventure. So right, that's, yeah, that's very, that's... <laughs> very I, I have to ask, though, and I, I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes here. Okay. Um, okay. For that get all achievements achievement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, five starring all songs, which class has the best chances of five starring all the songs? Oh, that's that's coming. That's, okay. It's, it's, like uh, I yeah, said, that, I don't want to step on your toes, but yeah, I need to know. Uh, Oh, you will. By the time I, I'll finish... give my opinion before you do your spiel then. Okay. Would you like to make your prediction now? Oh, sure. Um, I'm going to go with Witch Doctor. Okay. All right. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I will lay out the research for you. Oh, and there's two co-op achievements for 90 points and then one random achievement uh, where you create a family for 40 points. Yeah. Just very random. No, you, you like go into the settings and you, you don't even have to play anything. You just create a family. It's really weird. I, that's kind of right. weird, though. We were asking a bunch <laughs> of preteens to 
Get your yeah, family make, started. Make, yeah, make a family. Yikes. All right. So when I was uh, challenged with coming up with uh, how these characters would dance, uh, I actually went to my resident Diablo expert, Exprovos, and I asked him a series of questions. Um, I later discovered that there was a website called D3Planner.com. <laughs> And Welcome to the internet, Elroy. <laughs> yeah, and that allows you to lay out all of the uh, character information uh, and skills and everything. But what it did verify was that everything Exprovo said was absolutely correct. Although he did went, he did go a step further and he gave me a bunch of additional information about uh, a bunch of not you know, like characters you can't even select. So he went into like the angel lore and <laughs> uh, even threw a nod at, at uh, worked. So uh, was there it you go. in chart format? Uh, no, it was a uh, very text based, but oh, okay. I still appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah, no, that that <laughs> man makes some some quality charts, and I'm oh, not being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, he's ex, ex provost. I'll just I'll just join the club. You, you make some quality charts, my dude. Yeah, and no, he I can firmly say that he did not. Uh, there was no charting, no okay. charting. Hopefully, yeah. no sharding either. Yeah, exactly. All right, so he charted his pants. No, he. Uh, <laughs> So when I looked at d3planner.com, I saw that the Diablo uh, attributes have four areas. So you have strength, dexterity, intelligence, and vitality. Now, when you max out everything, uh, the way they have it structured is that each character has one trait that is maxed out. The vitality is always set in the middle, and then there's two that are set at the minimum. So basically, you have a three, a two, and two ones, although the two is always the same on every character for some reason. So uh, basically, you have one area that you excel in. All right. Now, for the dance party, I decided to look at those attributes, but I also factored in the skills that each character might you know, utilize that would help or hurt them on the dance floor. And so in the end, I assigned a grade to each one of them uh, based on how many Chivo points they could earn. This is exactly what I was hoping you'd get to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so, can I make my prediction for the bottom? Sure. Um, barbarian. Okay. Noted. Which <laughs> Dr. Top? Barbarian in the bottom. All right. So let me begin. So I thought in order to figure out who has the best chances of being a good dancer that I would find out what the traits of a good dancer are. That led me to ourpastimes.com and I found out that rhythm, body type and health consciousness, physical strength and endurance, and dedication and determination were the four things. Now, rhythm, that really looks at the dexterity trait. So mm -hmm. as Exprovos correctly identified, the three attribute in this area were the monk and the demon hunter. So a special nod also to Exprovos, who said that Imperius would definitely be among the most dexterous. Wait a minute, but did I, I meant Demon Hunter. What did I say, Witch Doctor? You said Witch Doctor. Is that even a class? It is a class. Oh my god, no, I meant Demon Hunter with the, the oh, dual okay. crossbows, 100%. I, I, <laughs> I play okay. as a necromancer, so I forgive. No, I straight up meant Demon Hunter with the two crossbows. Okay. They're very should dexterous. I, I'm should sorry. I, uh, hang on, should I get the pen out and change that? Yes, please do. I feel like an idiot okay, right oh. now. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Is Witch Doctor actually a class? <laughs> okay. It's got our... You guys obviously can't see, but he actually is uh, <laughs> scribbling something down. All right. There you go. Man. Uh, I, okay. That's, that's noted. embarrassing. 
Yeah, that's that's okay. Maybe Kush will help you out in the uh, in the uh, editing. In, uh, <laughs> no, in the, leave leave my and shame. And you'd be like, I leave think my that, shame. It'd be like I think that the demon hunter <laughs> is going to be the best. no. I was like, I can picture the class. As soon as you said demon hunter, I'm like, oh crap, I messed up. <laughs> well, they all kind of run together, killing things, doctor this, hunting that. I mean, who knows? The, the, the right. hordes of undead, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Any other uh, corrections I should know? No, I, Barbarian's still at the bottom, and oh, okay. uh, Demon Hunter with the, the crossbows and the high dexterity at the top. Okay. Now, um, where was it? Okay, body type. So, the body type, this is a problem area for the Barbarian. So, with big muscles come big responsibility, but this also tends to lead to hampered flexibility and don't know that he took part in the Zumba fitness club that was coming to his town or if he does yoga or anything. But chances are flexibility is a little compromised, uh, which is the key uh, with moving between a lot of the dance moves uh, uh, that you will see in Zumba kids. So body types really working against the barbarian. Strength and endurance. Now, strength really isn't required for the Zumba Kids world. It's not breakdancing. That's all core right there, man. Yeah, it's just jumping around side to side doing the California grab ass. Now, uh, <laughs> endurance, however, is important. Uh, and the attribute for that is vitality uh, because, uh, you know, you have to be able to dance for a while. And everyone is the same in that area. So so that one we can just throw out because everyone's the same in that area and strength is really not a factor. So I'll, I guess strength being no a non-factor works against the Barbarian yet again. This is looking good for your predictions. All right. And then lastly, dedication and determination. Uh, given that the adventure that they embarked upon before arriving in the Zumba Kids world, I think that they all are plenty deter- determined and dedicated for the challenge that is Zumba Kids. All right. Now, with that said, I had to take a look at the spells. So here you go. Yes. So the spells. I just had a few random comments on a couple of the the spells that they have. So let me start with the witch doctor, your favorite character. The uh, (laughs) so uh, with the witch doctor working in his favor. Or I guess the witch doctor is that default female? I don't remember. I think uh, no, can, no, no. Which witch, witch doctor is a is a guy because he's running around topless. So I think well, you can a, choose a both genders for all classes. Right, but you know the ones that they oh put when you on the, when you initially scroll through. Yeah, gotcha. So I think I think uh, the witch doctor is uh, male. So so I will use the tag he, although it could be she. So we'll see. But anyway, uh, so he uh, has uh, the co-op achievements under under control he can summon zombie dogs which would be handy if one of the songs was who let the dogs out however that is not one of the songs on zumba kids so that's kind of a letdown uh he can also summon like huge zombies a pool of piranhas not that that's going to help unless he's dancing the baby shark or something i was just uh, <laughs> i was gonna make that exact joke <laughs> Uh, toads, spiders, etc., etc. But anyway, uh, he he can summon all kinds of crap. So the co-op achievements should work well for him. Uh, and then uh, he has Soul Harvest, which takes the life force from other dancers on the floor. Uh, but the other dancers are not graded, and there's no advantage to uh, compromising the dancers around you. That won't help you get to any of the achievements. It's not a dance battle or anything like that. So there you go. That's just kind of a review of him. Now the Demon Hunter. Uh, Demon Hunter basically just throws a bunch of crap at people. Um, it can, uh, she can throw traps on the ground, uh, turrets, uh, and all kinds of stuff. So, but again, it's not a competitive dance. 
Now, a special knob would be... And it shoots crossbows really fast from both hands, which doesn't even make any sense. But it's, yeah, it's really not helpful uh, unless you're trying to kill the other dancers, which are trying to make you look better. So, uh, again, working against her. Uh, Now, the smokescreen ability, um, I thought that would be cool if it was a laser disco. However, uh, the uh, the Zumba Kids is not, uh, there's no smoke or anything like that. And then uh, the vault skill might be a game changer. It allows you to tumble acrobatically for 35 yards. Right, so thirty-five yards might be a little too far from a dance for a dance floor, <laughs> uh, but maybe you can go seventeen one direction and seventeen the other, and, and then maybe one foot uh, back the other way. I don't you can know, do like man. a horseshoe too. True, yeah. Get, get yeah. some flair going on. Yeah, you could do sets of seven. Go seven one, seven the other to, to make five laps. Uh, I, I'm not sure. There's a lot of laps in uh, Zumba Kids, so uh, you're kind of going a lot of side okay. to side. Yeah, that, and, that vault has a lot of potential. Yeah, that, that that's a good skill for for the for uh, the not witch doctor demon hunter. That's right, right. And then lastly, the only thing that the demon hunter summons is a raven, which would be cool if it was surfing bird. But that's not one of the songs, and it really wouldn't help with the co op otherwise, because I think the raven would be too small to track on the connect. Uh, so I mean, it works with a rhino and not a raven. Right, that rhino's a uh, pretty pretty sizable. Uh, yeah, that oh, rhino raven. has to be like, like well, super ravens are buff too. at this point. Ravens are kind of large too, though. They're really large birds, so hmm, I may have to rethink something at the end. <laughs> All right, Barbarian has Ground Stomp, which stuns other dancers. Again, not helpful. Furious Charge, which allows them to move quickly to one spot. Um, so that that's about the only skill that uh, he has that's working in his favor. Uh, he has a War Cry, which would be cool for style points, but there's no sing along points in Zumba Kids. Does Does um, War Cry sound a lot like? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I is Waka. crotching. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about that one game Waka play, played. Not Power Thirst, but yeah. Yeah, Bear Blasting and all that. No. Uh, Gamer well, gummies. <laughs> whatever it is, it's not getting him any extra points. <laughs> uh, it has uh, Call of the Ancients, which summons a bunch of ancient barbarians. Uh, they're probably old and useless, uh, like Biden himself. Oh, I, I made the uh, Trump parody. joke. You make the yeah. Biden joke. Well done. Yeah, man. Thank you. And uh, so probably, you know, the, these old ancient barbarians are probably not going to do much in this in the in the terms of uh, uh, helping him with the co-op. So, uh, but we'll get more on that in a second. The monk blinding flash power, which is like a strobe strobe light. That would be super cool. On I the mean, it would floor. look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of uh, lots of punching and kicking abilities, and there's a lot of that inside Zumba. So things are looking good for the monk. He's very limber. Uh, he has the breath of heaven power. So in the event that he gets a little gassed on the dance floor, he can heal himself. Uh, he also has the seven sided strike, which is seven quick hits and seven quick moves. Maybe so. Like if there's some uh, quick moves that need to be done, just execute the seven sided strike and uh, bam, bam, bam. Tracking perfect. It's uh, so a lot working for the monk here. All right, wizard. Well, uh, hold on, you you missed. Oh. I think a really important one for the monk oh. for uh, achievement wise. Anyway, Kelsey played a monk, and I don't know the abilities, but she could create a, a clone of herself. Oh, yeah, the uh, ally. Uh, yeah, uh, the, surely the, 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 that would help for the creative family the co-op. And, and the co-op achievement. Yeah, the mystic ally. I, I forgot to add that there, but yeah. I did mention that at the end. But, yes, okay. mystic ally, you're absolutely correct. Uh, the mystic ally is his summon, uh, and uh, definitely. So the co-op's looking favorable as well. So especially if uh, the, the, the ally is a clone of himself. I didn't realize that. That changes a lot of things. Well, 
Yeah, maybe <laughs> not, but that is good to know. Now, for the wizard, diamond skin. I thought that was look cool if there were strobe lights, but again, there are no strobe lights. Uh, has a slow time uh, skill where I'm not really sure how that works. If others go fast, or, or I'm sorry, if, if, <laughs> if she goes fast and others go slow, or maybe... Uh, I, I'm not really sure. It might might mess up the connect because uh, might the tracking. I don't know. I I, I didn't, That's true. wasn't it's really very sure. Finicky what to, yeah, I wasn't really <laughs> sure what to do with that. And that so, could be nice if you have like a really tricky routine, though. You slow it down and you can right. nail those but movements with, a little more precisely. But will the connect slow down too, or is it just going to look like you're going really you know fast? I guess Ooh, I don't know. The these timing. are good points. I uh, know. I, I I put a lot of thought into this. Is <laughs> uh can summon a familiar uh, i'm not sure how familiar the familiar is with the dance moves but there is a familiar i don't even know what the familiar is but it can be summoned all right so there's some co-op stuff there uh can do ice armor i'm pretty sure that's not good for dancing uh given that you want to stay warm and loose uh <laughs> and then can also make a mirror image of herself uh but i really think that would just confuse the connect tracking but it could also be useful useful for the uh um you know the uh, well, actually, I think it just, I'm not sure if that's a teleport. I can't remember what it said, but that might be where she disappears one spot and appears somewhere else. And that would definitely confuse the connect tracking because I mean, <laughs> I, the I connect mean, messes up when you stand <laughs> in one place and continue standing in one place. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, sometimes it makes you disappear. I mean, you're like, oh my God, did it? Something just happened to me. So, all right. That leads me to two left the Crusader. Uh, the Crusader doesn't dance due to religious beliefs, so he will not be featured. Uh, and then lastly, the Necromancer. <laughs> the Necromancer does like bone spikes and corpse explosions, but really would damage the dance floor. So that really uh, is working against him. Uh, can summon a skeletal mage uh, or uh, uh, or a skeleton of sorts, and that would help with the co-op. Uh, and then you have the Blood Rush, which, oh, that's the one. Blood Rush allows him to teleport. And so that would cause the connect tracking issues where he teleports and uh, the, it would keep saying, you know, are you still there? And yeah, it would just it would just be a nightmare. For I, I got to I got to give uh, props to my necromancer, though, that create the family achievement is just <laughs> you got, you know, there's your family, eight skeletons. <laughs> well, I was thinking the uh yeah, I was thinking that the uh, Brobarian would be, be best at that, given his hashtag gains and his probably one-track mind. So, <laughs> yeah. So here you go. Here's the final tally. You ready all for right, this? All right, let's do it. All right. So I assume that all the characters are intelligent enough to create a playlist and uh, and be able to just turn on all the songs and just stand there if need be. Uh, and then their whole, you know, they're they're used to putting in long hours, so 12 hours a month and <laughs> not, no problem doing all the parties as well and basically all the real easy ones uh, you know making a family you know especially for barbarian uh, but anyway that gets us to a base score of 560 so every one of the characters is going to start at 560 so this is a pretty good match right okay. off the top yeah you know, a lot better than uh, I was just gonna say we got 120 on a good day <laughs> yeah. in, in Diablo moving and grooving so <laughs> alright so Diablo dance party you're looking at 560 start now we're going to get a, even closer to that gentleman 720. Don't worry. Ooh. So let's see how the, the 440 I'm all tingly in all the right places. All right. There's so, a good quote for you, Rocker. <laughs> so the remaining 440. All right. Here's your grades. Barbarian gets a D. You oh, were right. Worse. Yeah. He has the wrong body type. The <laughs> attributes are all wrong. And his skill set is all wrong. Uh, he can, you know, only you can't summon anything useful. Uh, and so, but fortunately, that 
there is a co-op achievement for playing with someone, regardless if they're just as bad as he is. So uh, no sing-alongs, um, et cetera, et cetera. But basically picks up the additional uh, co-op achievement of 40 points uh, just for having someone stand there next to him. And so he gets 600. Okay, right. that's respectable. Yeah. The wizard, the witch doctor, and the necromancer. They all kind of group together for a C. Hmm. So the C is the attributes are not favorable. So there's no strength or dexterity of any sort. Uh, but uh, the benefit of the doubt for the wizard uh, goes to the slow time attribute that would you know probably help her at least get one five star song. Uh, but then her physical attributes would make doing like every song like that probably probably don't have enough mana to get it done. Uh, so yeah, that one probably be the only one that she would pick up. Uh, same thing for the witch doctor, except for uh, his is called the Big Bad Voodoo. It shows that he has some experience with the ritual dances, and that that would probably translate over to at least one song uh, because the you know. I don't know, ritual dancing probably has something to help him. And then uh, also the wizard can uh, summon a familiar and, uh, you know, the they all got basically can summon something that will just stand there and get the 40 points for <laughs> get him. Get them that co-op achievement. Right, yeah. And so all in all, um, the, uh, they just kind of get the job done and uh, they get the, uh, the 40 for the, uh, the co-op someone standing there and then the additional 50 for five star in a song, but I don't think they're going to get much further than that. So they topped out at 650. Respectable. Yeah. More respectable than 600. I think that's the word <laughs> I used for 600. <laughs> right. So that leads us to the final two. Now I have an A minus for the demon hunter. Oh, so she has the dexterity. She has the body. She can do everything skill-related in the game. She could easily five-star every song with her agile self and look good doing it. Now, the problem is is that she just does not play well with others. She, she just throws Aww. traps everywhere, throws <laughs> crap here, throws everything there. Her skill set is pretty useless when it comes to Diablo Dance Party. Uh, the Raven, if the Raven theoretically was able to activate the um, the tracker, then that would get her uh, all but the 10 stars. Because I don't think that Raven's going to get her a 10 star <laughs> or a 5 star performance. So, all in all, it gets them all except for the 10 star, um, which is worth a whopping 50 points. So, 950. I think I will upgrade the Demon Hunter to just an A. Was well, that counting the all achievements achievement? Um, oh, you're right. How, how okay. much is that one worth? Oh, you're absolutely correct. I forgot the achievement of achievements. Uh, that is 70 points. So Ooh, 880 for, yeah. for Demon Hunter. All right, 880. She's back to a... Back to A-. A minus. A minus. Sorry, Demon Hunter. So there you go. A minus there. And then that lastly means that the Monk... Monk can get the full completion, can do everything the Demon Hunter can do, but can do it maybe slightly more, you know, limber. And uh, he's a limber SOB, man. <laughs> and uh, he's also got the uh, the summoning, the mystic ally, which could do, well, now I found out it can definitely do everything he can do. <laughs> so he's going to be dancing there. He's got the 10 stars. He's got the co-op. He's got it all. He's got everything. He has... 
the 1000 and is the Zumba Kids champion of, you know, Diablo Dance Party. Is that something that the monk would be proud of? Absolutely. <sighs> okay. I'll take your word for it. Think of, think of, well, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't start a family. I'm not sure his religious beliefs, but uh, maybe um, maybe 960. I mean, a, a family of monks, right? <laughs> right. I mean, someone's got to make monks. Yeah. Where do, where do baby <laughs> where monks they, come from? Right, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got for you. All so, right. So there you have it. It looks like, uh, depending on the character, it's a good match on my end. And then uh, depending on which one of your children you chose, uh, what would you say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe don't choose the 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 fat little. Yeah, I don't, kid. I don't have faith in any of these children because you know we're both teachers. So I'm thinking like <laughs> my high school it. kids, if they saw a zombie, they you know ah zombie. So I'm just thinking like middle school kids, they just like break down in tears. They're they're not they're not making it to town, dude. I don't know, man. Think except by resing and you know dance instructor and and all that. But I already, the- I already went through the whole thing. Just think of Newt. I mean, they come out at dark mostly. And, uh, you know, she survived longer than everybody on that planet. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. I knew you wouldn't. You don't know movies. I just... <laughs> what movie is it? I'm sure I've heard of it. Uh, the uh, The Adventures of Benjamin Button or whatever it's called. Ah, yes. I have heard of it. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> It's the the little girl on the planet, and yeah, I don't survived. know anything about it. I, I've okay, literally yeah. heard of the name of the yeah, movie. Yeah, her name's Newt. And there you go. Okay, yeah. Newt. Okay. Yeah. Curious well, case of Benjamin Button. There you go. I think at this point we should uh, pitch it to the listeners. Would you rather play Diablo Moving and Grooving or Diablo Dance Party? Ooh. Ooh, if we're gonna do like a gun to your head, you have to play one of them. <laughs> Which one are you gonna play? I don't know. Some of our listeners are very hard-headed, and they would prove that you could get the full completion in Diablo. I bet you Exprovos could take those 15 kids and get a completion. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hopefully he accepts that challenge. That would, uh, he, can, he can do a counter to Game Swap 4 slash 5. Yeah. Uh, we'll get the authority on this, and we'll find out what is Exprovos' rebuttal to whether or not the Zumba <laughs> kids you, have a chance. It's, it's basically, can you beat Diablo 3? <laughs> playing as the demon hunter, but the only skill you have is vault and no weapons. You just vault all over the place. <laughs> you just run back and forth, right? Can it, some, can it be some done? hand gestures? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. I don't know about right. you, but uh, I can't think of a more appropriate way to end than uh, top three numbers between one and twenty-six that aren't three. Number three, five. <laughs> number two, eleven, and number one, twenty-four. Oh, man. Well, I would say top three board games sitting over there on my shelf. <laughs> Cluedo, number one. Number two, it is no other than life. And number three, Zelda the board game. Didn't you need to do that the other way around? Shouldn't that be the best Number one? three, Zelda the board game. Okay. Number two, life. And number one, Cluedo, of course. Much, much better. I'm All sorry. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, let us know if you like the new format. Uh, if you do, I'm sure we'll do another. If not, then we'll probably still do another. But See you in like uh, eight months? Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> all right. See all right. y'all. See ya. That was Jeffy, by the way. He misses you all. See ya. I'm a panda. They be swapping games. They be swapping games. Later, guys.
Hello everyone, I'm Wakapale, cycling through TA's leaderboards. If you in 2019 had told me that two of my favorite games I would play in 2020 would be cycling games, I would have been very skeptical. Without Game Pass, I'm unlikely to have played either of them. Lonely Mountains Downhill was a great surprise and surprisingly chill for its crazily overinflated ratio. I also very much enjoyed Descenders, but in this case the current ratio of 8.8, .8, while inflated, is much more justified. Descenders is a 3D procedurally generated downhill cycling game with a high skill ceiling. It is one of those games with a 200 plus hour estimate on TA, which in theory can be completed in around 10 hours. Well, spanned over 16 days due to daily challenges. Skill will get you the completion, but a scoop of luck helps out tremendously. The sentence was originally labeled a roguelike on TA, which I still consider it to be. You start with 4 health, and the harder you crash, the more health you lose. The main campaign has 4 worlds with a hidden 5th. Losing all your health sees you start over from the beginning again unless you fulfill requirements to open up shortcuts to the other worlds by completing certain objectives on the boss tracks. Boss tracks, being the final stage per world, features increasingly deadly boss jumps. Descenders has a score system which starts from zero every run and after reaching certain scores allows you to pick a crew member from a random pool which gives you modifiers, some of them way better than others. Which ones you want depend on what you're trying to achieve in your run. While you can fulfill the requirements for most achievements in a single run, I highly recommend picking a specific achievement to go for after you've figured out how to play the game. Getting score is often risky and will lead to additional crashes. There are also random objectives per level, which will increase your health. These objectives are usually detrimental to your score and health as they can be risky and hard to pull off or ask you to complete levels quickly which will hamper your score. Learning which objectives and stunts to ignore is a very important part of a successful run. You can in fact ignore the entire track if you want. All that matters is that you reach the end of the level. Whether you follow the track or not is entirely up to you. The first two boss jumps are in fact skippable, you can just cycle around them. The third and fourth boss jump, however, forces you to complete them as you cannot reach the end of the level without using them. The third boss jump is fairly easy, but the fourth is incredibly difficult, and losing all your health at them will send you back to the very first level again. This can be very demoralizing, as getting to the 4th boss, boss jump can take you around 40 minutes. One of the toughest achievements in the game is for completing the 4 worlds in one run without bailing, which means without crashing even once. What you can do is press the B button to reset you to the nearest checkpoint, without voiding the achievement. You can only do it if you're almost completely still, but it can save you if you've fallen off the tracks or into a pit, as long as you haven't crashed properly. Before attempting a full run, I highly recommend using the track select and input a seed for the peak's boss jump and practice it, as it is by far the hardest jump you'll have to do in the game. 
On top of the main four worlds, there is also a Career Plus mode with four additional worlds. I found Career Plus fairly simple after besting the main campaign, and the first world of Campaign Plus is the desert, which is the best place to earn a high score. Higher scores gives you better odds to unlock rare cosmetics, one of which you'll need for the game's rarest achievement. The dreaded whoopee cushion must be unlocked to be able to earn the zero point achievement pull my finger. Only 43 of almost 45,000 starters on TA has earned that achievement and for good reason. It is very luck and skill based. Descenders features around 60 extraordinary items. You need 50,000 points in a run to have a 20% chance of unlocking one. 100,000 points for 40%, 150,000 points for 60% and so on. After unlocking all other achievements in the game, I had a grand total of zero extraordinary items. I had a high score slightly over 50,000, but I never got a single extraordinary item. Thankfully, I figured out a method to get one to two extraordinary items an hour, and I personally lucked out and got the whoopee cushion as my ninth extraordinary item. There is a crew member which improves your balancing going backwards. If you play the desert world with that crew member and the level is not too steep, you can get around 30,000 points per level if you just pass the first checkpoint, then press B as you approach the end of the level. This will send you back to the most recent checkpoint from which you can redo the level and keep earning score. You get less and less score every time you redo the trick in one level, uh, which forces you to move on after a while, but it is by far the fastest and safest way to earn points. There's also an achievement for completing all bonus levels, which is very difficult because it forces you to do a so-called fire run. This entails finding the fire track for every world, then you have to jump through a fire ring on every boss jump. If you lose all your health, you have to start over from the beginning again. There is no shortcut to the fifth and final volcano world. Thankfully, you do not have to complete the bonus worlds in one run, and upon reaching the volcano, the achievement for completing its boss jump unlocks prematurely. You do, however, have to find the bonus level in the volcano without dying, which might be problematic, and once there, the bonus level is not easy. In it, you have to find five toys in the Action Hank bedroom. One thing I did not realize is that you can jump way higher if you jump just as you hit the ramps, not at the top of them. I had played more than 30 hours before I learned this. Another thing that is very useful but easy to miss is that if you hold up on the right stick while landing, you can survive higher jumps. I wonder how many hours of game time I would have saved if I had learned these things earlier. To stall the completion even further, there's an achievement for completing 48 daily challenges, of which you can get up to 3 per day, meaning it will take you at least 16 days to complete the game. Descenders is a very tough completion, but a fun one if you can keep your cool after failing yet another 40 minute run going for one of the tougher achievements. Have a nice day everyone!